taking off in five, four, three, two. So another teacher in Arizona gets caught fucking a student. Isn't that like I, I thought we'd be past this stuff or at least I thought these teachers would like. What made you think that like it's not like they get together at like a convention like all right guys here are the guidelines uh we're no longer doing this anymore we're disbanding the we're no longer teacher gonna fuck fucking students students. <laughs> but like we've seen so many teachers go down like and actually get jail time yeah for having uh sex with students right mm-hmm. uh, so so this particular case is where an, an arizona teacher uh, was recently arrested for having sexual relations with a 13-year-old student. Now, the one of the more interesting parts about this particular story is that um, uh, there was an occasion where she had like sex in a car, and there was with the student. And there was another occasion where she had sex in a classroom with that student, this 13-year-old boy, while another student watched. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Yo, where yeah. is this shit happening? Like, why didn't this happen at my high school? Yeah, you see, like, I, I think we we just have fundamental differences in in terms of how we see that. Like, I, I view it as, like, in theory, like, yeah, when you're 13 years old, you think, oh shit, it would have been like, think of like the the best, like, the most attractive teacher you you would have had, you know, growing up, and be like, oh my god, what what would that have been like? But I don't think it. I don't think it would go like that. Like, I think it, it would be weird because it's like, so everybody looks at like a woman and we should clarify there's, you know, the case we're talking about right now is a woman having sex with, uh, uh, a male student. Yep. Um, so that's looked at much differently than, uh, older male teacher having sex with a younger female. Very student, differently. Right. Yeah. Um, that we look at that more as an egregious, what the fuck is happening here? And we look at, you know, the woman having sex with the uh, 13-year-old, like, damn, that kid came up, you know? It's still like, ah, uh, <laughs> you know, this is inappropriate, but, you know. But go ahead, get yours, young man. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I think that's bullshit, though, because it's like, I think the gender, gender has its role to play in that. Uh, but I think the the more the the more egregious thing is obviously the age, you know that. And I'm not saying like okay, because age of consent that's always like a contentious like topic in terms of like in literally different states they have different ages of consent. So in yeah. one state you might be a fucking pedophile, the other state you might have just had a great Friday night. Who knows? You know? Yeah, um, that's crazy, isn't it? It really is insane. Like some states it's like the I think the age of consent is like. 15 or 14 or something yeah, like that shit's wild that's, and then um, you go one state over and it's like you're going to prison exactly yeah the, that's crazy um it, but I, I think that we as guys look at this as like oh my god like you know where was this teacher when i was coming up but i think it's like a weird dynamic right because clearly the teacher has severe emotional like issues if you're fucking <laughs> like so for and and we should clarify this teacher and look i'm i might be an asshole for saying so or like even bringing it up but she's attractive like she's not unattractive on, on a teacher scale yeah she's <laughs> on a teacher what's that even mean well i mean like you you <laughs> Our teachers you, just naturally you scale it differently um so on the teacher scale <laughs> yeah. she's a fucking 10 for a teacher yeah right um on just like the regular scale i'd still give her a solid eight fair enough uh but so she's attractive um, so we tend to look at it more of like just like a pure attraction thing. And, but 
clearly she's got fucking emotional issues because she's fucking like if you can't that go 13 year old kid look, wasn't worried as, about that he's like hey i course. need an a and i need that ass <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna ride past uh that um so we look at it from she did ride past it <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> uh she's clearly attractive so she could have are you telling me you can't try Tinder? Like Tinder hasn't worked for you? Uh, so apparently they, um, her and the student had initially met on a like education app that connects teachers and students. This wasn't even her student? Uh, no, I think it was her student, but they had initially started communicating through this um, like educational app. Okay. Right? So it's like you're a student in my class. You want to learn. Tell me it was Blackboard. Uh, no, not Blackboard. I wish. <laughs> I was like, Blackboard has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you mean I could have went at my professor? But no, so they met through this educational app. They started to communicate. And then, like, she, he being one of her students, he eventually, you know, she busted open for him. Jesus. Uh, again, this is one of those situations where, yes, it is kind of like predatory behavior. Yeah. Right. So, you know, she's taking advantage of this 13 year old boy. It, you know, whether you're male, female, student, whether teacher or student is male or female, it's wrong. Yeah. Um, when you look at her, you're like, ah, you know, <laughs> she's fucking, she's nice. You know, you're, you're kind of like, good job, kid. <laughs> but the kid probably, you know, take him to counseling. Make sure, make sure he's okay. Make sure this doesn't have any long-term effects. But, you know, I'm still surprised that like this kind of stuff is still happening. Cause you, yep. when you know the consequences of these things, you've seen, we've seen hundreds of teachers go down over the years uh, that's for the, stuff like this. You know, there is going to be jail time. Yeah. You know, you're, you're that's bullshit. Cause it, for, your public that, image is tarnished by that means no, nobody should smoke weed. Uh, nobody should, uh, no smoking a blunt is different f from fucking. Your no, student. I'm saying, you know, the consequences to your actions. So for instance, if you, if you get caught with weed on you, you're going to do, you know, you're, you're going to either at, le at least do some time or have some fines or whatever. It depends on if you're is. black or white. Fair enough. You're black. So you will <laughs> do some time. <laughs> um, but you'd still do it anyways, because it's like, you're not really concerned. It's like, it's like, you know, uh, and I think Faye might have said this a while ago. He's like, the thing that kills, you know, stops you from killing somebody is the fact that, you know, there's a consequence to those actions in terms of jail time. It's not like a moral thing. Yeah. And in this situation, I would have to like agree with that. So, it's I mean, yeah, like, pe people smoke weed, people do things that they know are bad and that there are consequences for it. But they're still like, for most people, they're still like a, 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 a threshold. Uh, hey, I'm not going to go beyond that, right? I'm yeah. going to smoke weed. I'll do this. I'll do that. But I'm, I'm not going to fuck my student who's clearly underage um she if, just she, well if, if you're a billionaire you would think hey i could just flaunt my money around and, and you know get women to have sex with me i don't necessarily have to pay for sex yeah I and mean, yet robert Kraft is about to <laughs> but he's about to do a bit so he did something <laughs> illegal but th yeah th it's still not as egregious as this right when, when you when you look at it on the scale like he went and got how, a rub how old was the girl he went and got a rub and tug. Um, well, there's nothing that said that anyone at that establishment was underage, <laughs> that right? That we know of. That yeah. we know of. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he went and got a rub and tug, right? That's a uh, business <laughs> transaction. I think you just that, like saying rub and tug. <laughs> yeah, it's catchy. Good, good marketing. 
But right, it, he did win. Did something that it's like you know people still question whether or not like hey should this be illegal? Should it not be illegal? Is it a service? Yeah, I think it, everybody unanimously they, thinks if everyone's consenting adults, kid. why yeah. is that? But this is clearly like you should not be fucking a thirteen year old kid. Yeah. You know what I wonder? Like if she's married or has a boyfriend. Like if if I'm married and my wife fucks her thirteen year old student, I yeah. need I need to reevaluate self. everything. No, no, like you need to reevaluate <laughs> everything. Yo, was I not? Was I not busting Yo, it down? The like, kid, the kid doesn't my even. Game weak? The kid doesn't even know what he's doing. Has no idea what to do <laughs> in the pussy. And I'm a grown ass man. For years I've, I've I've been thinking I've been killing the pussy. Come to find out, this 13 year old kid. Yeah, but that's that, taking my job. That's that's what makes you know that like it's clearly like an emotional. Yeah, it's a situation it's, her, it's where, a mental thing for her. Yeah, like where you're just not. You're not in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And, and and not even because it's like, okay, it's just inherently wrong. Or I guess it is inherently wrong, but it, it, it's just th- like, just think about it from a practical standpoint. The kid has no idea what the fuck he or she's doing in this scenario if they're 13 years old. Yeah. Kid, they have no idea what they're doing. As Maybe that's guy, what's attractive. As a guy, you don't know what you're doing inside the pussy until you're about 22. Look, I look, I'm I'm still questioning. I'm still reading books. <laughs> <I'm> still, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> At 22 or 23, you start to okay, you know, yeah, I, I figured this shit out a little bit. Yeah. Uh 13, fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, honestly it, it's still it's still working. It's always going to be a work in progress yeah. to figure out like what you're doing. Um, but th- like again, I think that's more than just about sex. Then in that case, it's, anyway, it's, it's about severe yeah. emotional. This lady is tripping. Baggage. Yeah, um, yeah. speaking about older people fucking with younger people, Tristan Thompson, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, and and Jordan Woods, uh, better known as Kylie Jenner's best friend. Um, <laughs> is that her adopted? <laughs> that name? is that's her government name, <laughs> Kylie Jenner's best friend, also yeah. known as Jordan Woods. Yeah. So th- here's a really interesting situation, right? Just to give you the whole whole wrap down, just in case like you're not in the loop. Yeah. Chloe uh, Kardashian uh, is. I don't think they're married. No, they're not. No, no, no. no so Chloe no. Kardashian um, has a child with uh, NBA player uh, Tristan Thompson, right? Yeah. And Jordan Woods is best friends with Kylie Jenner, who is Khloe Kardashian's sister, right? So that's that's the web. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, Jordan Woods was at a house party of Tristan Thompson, in which things got a little bit, you know, they were flirting. There may have been some touching. There may have been some kissing. Definitely, some inappropriate things went down, Mm -hmm. right? So there are a lot of different stories going on here. There's, you know, the did Jordan Woods betray Chloe? There's this story of uh, did Tristan betray Chloe? There's, uh, you know, is this all being made up? Is this just like a narrative being told for the upcoming season 16? Season fucking 16 of yeah. Keeping Up with the Kardashians, right? Yeah. Uh, is Chris Jenner pulling strings behind the scene? Mm-hmm. Did Chris Jenner say, hey, Jordan, season 16 is coming up? <laughs> we, we need, need a, a rating boost. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an address. Uh, Go there. Yeah. Don't ask any questions. We're gonna kick you a little bit on the back end. We'll renegotiate your contract yeah, for season sixteen. You're gonna get some points on the yeah. back end. Yeah. People are gonna hate you for three months, and then <laughs> and then just not even people are gonna hate you for three weeks. Yeah, because you know the uh, attention span in, in media is short, right? Yeah. So people are gonna hate you for a little while, but you know you're gonna 
see, uh, we're going to bump you up from 2% to 13% <laughs> in residuals. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, th- this to me is really interesting. You know why? Mm. Because in the midst of all of this, some people are attacking Chloe. Some people are attacking Jordan. Some people are calling out um, like foul play in terms of like this was orchestrated. You know who's fucking just living life? Chris Jenner. No, I mean, yeah, Chris Jenner. But you know who's living life? Who? Tristan Thompson. Oh, yeah, he doesn't, he give, doesn't give a fuck. He gives not a single <laughs> fuck. You know how you know he doesn't give a fuck? Yeah, like, he just three days with... after this whole thing with Jordan yeah. Woods came out, yeah. he was caught with out another with woman. another woman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, first of all, first of all, it, it, Tristan, I, I admire this guy. To, I, I, I do and I don't. I you do, gotta I lean do. in. If you're a savage, lean into the savage. Yeah. So everybody knows this guy is a savage. So no, <laughs> just like no a, one is surprised is by is, his yeah. actions. Yeah. Everybody's more so surprised by Chloe's response to it and then Jordan obviously being a part of it. Yeah. So the way that I look at this whole situation is um this is this is how easily we're sweet it's like look at things that we like it's like magic tricks right we just look over here while the real shit is happening like over here right Mm -hmm. like this whole situation if you if you look at it right like tristan didn't he he wasn't abusive to to chloe which you know could be like oh my god like this is like an, an actual issue like we need to like you know all pay attention to this somebody who is clearly you know he's an nba player you know uh, she's a high profile celebrity uh you know this is okay this is like no, newsworthy it's not as if uh fucking tristan fucking like it's not like he swindled their family out of like millions of dollars or some shit uh he doesn't have a fucking uh drug addiction that we know of like lamar odom you know um all that happened is that he either potentially or let's just let's say it right here the scoop on the fade podcast he fucking yeah. cheated on uh Chloe. Yeah. let's go with the narrative that that he did in fact absolutely cheat one way or another even even at the most extreme possibility and and we all forget that was just like, like like two years ago or whatever there was like all these headlines that he was at a club and he was talking to women and that yeah. yada yada and this is uh, like during it the wasn't playoffs headlines. it was yeah. video <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit happened um I think this, this is when she was pregnant. Yeah, it was. The playoffs. Even more to my point, right? Why does anybody give a fuck? Like, like, and I'm not saying that from like the naysayer of like, why does anybody pay attention to the Kardashians or like, like anything like that? I'm saying it like literally like looking at the situation. What the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Who, who gives a shit if, if you side with Chloe, if you side with Jordan, who gives like, why do you side with who gives a fuck? Like, what does it why do you that has nothing to do with you? Like, and I guess you can give your opinions on the situation. Right. But at the end of the day, it's it, it, this is so frivolous that I'm like, what is the, an opinion even fucking matter? Why is there so much media coverage? Who cares? On it? Yeah. Like everybody's talking about this shit. And it's just like it is. This changes nothing in anybody else's life. Nobody yeah. else gives a I shit. I mean, about there this. are far more important things to to be focusing our attention on. Um, obviously, like there's a um, uh, we're, we're heating up towards a presidential election, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, some very important decisions are c- going to start coming down the pipeline. Um, some very uh, important stories are being told now. Uh, things that we should pay more attention to: who is running for president? Who's entering the race? Who is, uh, you know, like what's what's their platform? What, what do they believe? Like those are the things that like 
the the media should be focusing on, right? Yeah. But there is a lot of attention being focused on this Chloe, Tristan, Jordan thing, and it is bullshit. I'm not going to spend much time on it, and I'll just leave my final words as like this, right? This is something I saw on Instagram, which was pretty funny from uh, Gilbert Arenas, the 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 infamous Washington D.C. or Washington Wizard uh, gun toting. What, what was he a point oh, guard? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw I saw the same quote. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he, yeah, he's a fucking savage. This dude's on, crazy. <laughs> on um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, is, he was like, wild, he was dude. like, "Yo, Khloe Kardashian must have the most trash <laughs> pussy of all the Kardashians, right?" Because at least yeah. Kim can keep her men, right? <laughs> uh, Courtney, you know, she can she can keep her men. Khloe, everybody cheats on Khloe. Yeah. French Montana, uh, James Harden, yeah. Tristan, like nobody <laughs> stays faithful to Chloe. Yeah. And so here's one of the interesting things that I didn't really realize, right? Tristan Thompson's like a 23 year old Canadian. Is he 23 now? I think he's like 23, 24. He, he's young. What? Yeah, he's a young guy. Real yeah, young. How old is Chloe? Chloe's 35. <laughs> so, right? And <laughs> that kind of changes your how you view it, right? Yeah. So here's this 23. Three twenty-four year old, uh, yeah, Chloe, multi-millionaire. You're stupid. You're stupid. He's a young. He's a what young are you kid. Doing? He's gonna do stupid shit like this, and because he is a famous uh, basketball player, what he does when he does stupid things, it's it's like you know news, right? Now she is a thirty-five-year-old woman. What are you who's doing? Having who had a child with this 23, 24 year old guy, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that that can't work, but just like if you're Chloe, do the fucking math. Yeah. Like, 23-year-old NBA athlete with $80 in million? In what realm do you think he's going to be faithful to anybody, yeah. much less you? Like, exactly. <laughs> it's impossible. No, and that's, again, like you said, it's not to say that he shouldn't say, hey, you know what? Um, My life is different now. I'm a father. I have responsibilities, blah, blah, blah. 23-year-old NBA player, you're not thinking man, about... at 23, <laughs> on average, I would have maybe like two, $300 in my bank account. And I was wild. <laughs> if I had 80 M's, bro, I'm out here. Tripping. Yeah. I'm out here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I genuinely don't understand. Yeah. In, the, in that case, yeah, I really don't. And then Jordan really Wood, she's it. like 20, 21. So, of course, uh, she's going to do dumb shit, too. Uh, but even even her, t- to some degree, like, that whole shit is like a circus. Like, you know, th- so think about, like, so I, I don't necessarily go out all that much. I'm not like really like a club person. But think about whatever that extreme version is. Like think about your craziest night that you've had out at the clubs, this, that. Yeah. Their life is that times 100 on a daily basis. Yeah. Stupid shit is happening every fucking minute of every day. Like yeah. it, it's just like you guys invite this. Like you that that's the life you live and you like is everybody miffed? Everybody shocked? You know, why is everybody and I, and I guess my question is more for everybody else versus the Kardashians or whoever else is hanging out with the Kardashians, be it Tristan Thompson or Jordan or whoever that whoever it is, whoever else is in their orbit. Why is everybody shocked when some stupid shit like this happens? Like or yeah, like I wasn't why do they all. like what is it? When like, I heard it, I was just like Man, Man, I like this guy, Tristan. <laughs> I, I didn't like the way he didn't play in the playoffs and just fucking let LeBron lose. <laughs> you know, he, he he doesn't show up on the court, but yeah. off the court, he's a yeah, very yeah. interesting guy. No, he shows up everywhere uh, <laughs> in everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and ring this shit in. Yo, it's your boy T.O.'s, you know, 
It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. And we are the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Yeah, that was a very spicy way to start the show off. We have uh, Sex with a Minor and uh, a cheating sex with, More Sex with a Minor. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both minor. Oh, no, you know what? Chloe is the one that yeah. had sex with the minor. Well, okay. Yeah, that's going a bit extreme. Uh, Chloe Somewhat. isn't that old. Uh, she is, what, 35? That's not that 35, old. 35. So yeah, yeah, she closer was like to 33. W- he was like 21, 22. Yeah, but as a person in their 30s, I'm thinking, like, for me to... And obviously our society, for whatever reason, views men and women differently in that. Like, okay, an older guy dating a younger woman is pretty typical, but an older woman dating a younger guy is atypical. If that um, younger guy has a guaranteed $80 million contract, yeah, that nah, makes sense. But like, like the thing is, is like the reason why I am like, what are you doing? Is because he's a 23-year-old NBA player who's, didn't he get a max contract his last outing? Uh, I, I, I think for his... um. For his his position, yeah, and his, or he's making the top money. My, my he, point he, is, he's making he's making an ass load good money. of cash, right? Yeah. So it's just like, why would you ever think that? Like, and, and I'm not saying this is like, yo, know, like he shouldn't be, but it's just like, do the fucking math of what human nature is. If you have a, if you you can add in a shit ton of money, uh, young at age, and an NBA player, yeah. None of those equal, hey, I'm going to be faithful to you, my 35-year-old girlfriend. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with her being 35. I'm just saying, like, as Chloe, wouldn't you do the math of this has no potential of working out? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think for Chloe, it was like she had to, like, when she got pregnant, she she had to have the baby, right? Because she's yeah. like. No, but. Cause, okay, okay, come on. Come on. You, rookie. This is rookie nonsense you're saying here. No, wait. Listen, listen. If a listen. Kardashian gets pregnant, it is not by accident. Well, I mean, yes, it it was likely, you know, with intent. So they right? wanted, so they wanted Tristan, and you told me they didn't know what kind of piece of shit Tristan was before well, so, so, they fully so keep invested listening, in this? Keep listening. Okay. That, you know, she's like, all right, I'm fucking this guy, Tristan. Mm-hmm. He's an NBA player. Yeah, he's over seven feet tall. <laughs> uh, good genetics, right? Yeah. Chloe is also over seven feet tall, <laughs> right? So you know that baby is going to the league, right? You know that baby's getting the contract. <laughs> Um, and then Chloe's father, OJ. <laughs> I like how everybody just says it like it's fact. Like, it, 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 everybody we all everywhere just says, you know, yeah, he has what, 11,000 yards rushing. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Good genetics. So, yeah. and, and, you know, he's got his own money. It's not like he's broke, right? So the yeah. baby financially is going to be well taken care of. Yeah. And Kim had a baby. Uh, Courtney been having babies. Yeah. And I think this was around the time when Kylie was pregnant with Travis Scott's baby, Titus yeah. old bitch. Yeah, so you're <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're behind be the curve. The yeah. oldest of the sisters with no baby. But she's now well, okay, and then uh, we got news that uh, not to not to bring up other useless information, but uh, tr- now apparently Travis Scott is being accused of doing the same. Yeah. Uh, stepping out. Season yeah. 16. Yeah. Yeah. Coming, but, keeping they, up with this, the Kardashians. Those are big facts. Like, they, this might actually be the case that uh, that they're just trying to drum up. And like, where is Kris Jenner in all of this? Yeah, at the center of it. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's fucking, uh, she's the, who, if she was, I know Chris we thought Jenner she, she might have been Thanos. She's uh-huh. Cersei. Okay. And, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to have, uh, without our, the whole main, like, killing the children thing. Well, uh, there is time. <laughs> they still she might kill off Kendall, like Kendall season do something. 17, 18, 19 to worry about. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see about that. <laughs> um, 
uh, but we we already likened her to Thanos. Uh, mm. uh, that uh, we, we asked who was more powerful, Thanos or Christian? She's definitely got the reality yeah. stone, uh, the mind stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and with those jets that they have, I'm pretty sure she's close to having the space stone. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they've got some private jets, so so she pretty much can get anywhere at any point in time. Uh, yeah. So which which stone doesn't she? Maybe the soul stone. She's she might be missing that. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the one they're searching for. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the Kardashians are still out. searching she's for the to figure stone out stone. which Kardashian to sacrifice to get the soul <laughs> stone. <laughs> Season seventeen. <laughs> Who did she sacrifice? Um. All right. So uh. So I and I and I kind of alluded to this, but we are going to have uh, in our main conversation today. We're going to have uh. We're going to talk Game of Thrones. We're gonna we're going to talk Game of Thrones season eight predictions. What's going to happen? Theories. Hey, look, look. I don't want to. I want to say I'm Nostradamus. Nostradamus or Nostradamus? I've always. Uh, I don't know how to I pronounce say Nostradamus. it. Nostradamus. Anyone who says Nostradamus is an asshole. Why do you just assume that everybody who doesn't say something the way you say it is an asshole? Because it's just an asshole thing to don't fucking <laughs> accentuate this shit. Just say it the way everybody <laughs> else say it. Don't. don't you, why are you extra Nostradamus? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay, yeah, Miguel. I, I, I suppose <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> you know what I just watched yesterday? I watched uh, Into the Spider Verse. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was good. Yeah, yeah it was, I, it was I good. I liked it. Is yeah. it on Redbox? No, I uh, of course, as always, uh, watched it through. Yeah, uh, non uh, non uh, feds listening. <laughs> like, say it, in- incriminate yourself. Say it, just say it. <laughs> Almost got him <laughs> in the van outside. Like, yeah. we just need you to say it. We just need Boy's it. Boys about to oh. hop out of the van. <laughs> we'll get him next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched it and uh, yeah, it was good. Um, I like the. I really like the post edit, uh, post credit scene. It was uh, it was really funny and and pretends something perhaps to come and yeah, then maybe they'll do another. Yeah, yeah I've been meaning to check two. that out. Yeah, it's good. Um, Okay, uh, so before we jump into anything else, let's talk about uh, upcoming movies this week. Uh, this cements it. The beginning of the year is simply trash for movies, uh, at least in theaters. Uh, and then I even say that, but then some of the limited movies that come out in limited theaters, um, we just don't hear enough about them because of you know the, the marketing involved, so we might not know exactly what they are, even though they might be good. But at least the movies we do know uh, as it's like wide releases. Yeah, the, the beginning of the year is simply tragic for wide releases. Uh, like take last week, for instance. The biggest movie that come out la- came out last week was Medea's Family Funeral. Damn. That was that was the big wide release. No bueno. <laughs> <laughs> um, but things are gonna things are gonna pick up here in a hurry because of uh we got Captain Marvel coming out this week. Uh uh on the eighth. Uh starring Brie Larson and of course Samuel Jackson uh and a slew of other Actors and actresses. Uh, and this is directed by Anna Bodden and Ryan Fleck. Um, they directed a movie. Uh, it's kind of a funny story, which uh, I actually like that movie. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but uh, but it was our, it was about the kid, a kid who is basically having like a ner- you know a mental breakdown, and he's thinking about suicide, and so he checks into this uh, facility for like I guess mental illness. And uh, it's just it follows his journey. So they directed that, and they of course are directing this uh, Captain Marvel movie. Um, I think it, I don't know yeah, a lot of that the, did not the, the entice marketing. me uh, <laughs> in it, the least. It, it was not uh, meant to. Uh, Captain Marvel it has not had a successful, I think, um, marketing campaign. Uh, but I think the movie will be good. I will say that. I, I think that 
it'll be just as good as any other Marvel movies. Is, I mean, that, yeah, you know, I'm, like I'm definitely going to watch it, of course. But uh, to be honest, I cannot say that I'm like, I'm not thrilled to see it. I think anything after Infinity War, mm-hmm. to be honest, I have not been excited to see. Yeah. I'm, DC I'm, or I'm Marvel. You, it's, it's it's like Aquaman. Uh, I still haven't seen that. Shit. I still haven't seen it, and I still I still feel no need to see it because yeah. I know what I'm going to get. I know what I'm going to get with Aquaman. I'm going to get some just trash you know, CGI. Yeah, shitty uh, shitty CGI, choppy storytelling, yeah. a bunch of just like off script, you know, just fucking ad lib shit from <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aquaman. All yeah. right, all yeah. right. Yeah, he was he was best as uh, Cal Drogo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. really good there. Limited sentences. Uh, just all glares. Just and, be buff uh, and <laughs> aggressive. Little yeah. talking. Uh, just kidding. Uh, one more. I think the uh, the world of you, great actor. Um, although I might stop great. short of saying great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, great, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah. So you know, it's funny. That's what yeah. my group chat's called. Oh, Drake. You know you can name the group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got one called Drake. <laughs> you should just have a picture of like soldiers. So, uh, I wish you could put a picture yeah. on it. That'd be dope. <laughs> um, all right. So what's also coming out on streaming? Uh, of course, just talking about Netflix. Uh, Afterlife with uh, I think it, it stars uh, Ricky Gervais. Um, not exactly sure what the uh, the full scoop of that story is. Uh, I think it's something about like maybe his wife passes away. And then I don't know. Life after the office. Some, <laughs> apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, and then also on Netflix, uh, Bangkok love stories, both Hey You and Innocence, uh, Formula One, Drive to Survive, Immortals, Juanita, Lady J, Shadow, uh, Walk Ride, Rodeo, uh, and then a throwback pick for um, uh, Netflix is uh, Blue Jasmine, which stars uh, uh, Kate Blanchett or Blanchett. Blanchett. Okay, so you can say Blanchette, but no. If I say uh, Nostradamus, well, Blanchette would be breakdown. C H I T or two T's. Blanchette is C H E T T. It's her name. So how does what do you people pronounce names? Well, no, there's Chit and Chet are very different <sighs> spellings. I'm not gonna argue with you about this. Uh, Blue What's Jasmine. a word that has Chit in it? Chit. Chit. Uh, nothing. Chit, nothing has Chit. Shit. Chit. Chit, chit, hammer, chit, hammer, chit, hammer, chit, chit. I don't know any shit words, but it is Kate Blanchett. Uh, fair enough. Uh, all right, um, and that's uh, I think that I was still I still haven't forgiven her for letting uh, Leonardo DiCaprio drown like that with Definitely. all that fucking room. You're right. On yeah. that on that wardrobe. You're right, but it, it that just simply is not Kate Blanchett. But that was Kate Blanchett. Nope. In uh, Titanic. Yeah, that's not Kate. Blanchett. Who was it? Uh, what's her name? Because uh, she did another movie with Leonardo. Uh, Kate, fuck, Kate Winslet. Winslet. No, Winslet. Kate. You Winslet. know what? You're absolutely right. Let's <laughs> m- let's move on. <laughs> move on immediately. Uh, <laughs> all right. So moving, same, same bitch. Same moving same bitch. <laughs> moving past Arane's failure at uh, remembering what. Don't they look are. alike too? No, they don't look anything alike. Uh, Aren't they both blonde white women? No. Well, sometimes, yeah. I think sometimes. Kate, yeah. They they change their hairstyle. So yeah, they're the same. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I know you wanted to talk about real quick. Um, in other news, uh, Sandlot cast reunites uh, to do a TV series. I uh, love seeing old become new again. Mm. But 
done appropriately, right? Yeah. Because the last thing you ever want is for something from your childhood mm-hmm. to be rebooted or revamped, um, but for it to be ruined, right? Like, if, if you're going to give me something from when I was a kid, give me that same thing. Don't change it. I, I don't want anything new. Give I, me that same thing. I've right? given up on this ever since uh, Dragon Ball uh, ever since that movie came out, well, I've, I've I actually heard the most recent Dragon Ball sacred. movie is yeah. like fire, though. The animated one, one? no, no, the, the animated shit is always good or yeah. at least always serviceable, right? Uh, the like when live they, action one when they dove into the live action, yeah. it was it was a, a tra- it you, was like watching. You can't this. do a live action Dragon Ball Z you movie can. I think uh, you unless can. you get unless it's done by Marvel and you get the same <laughs> motherfuckers who yeah, did Infinity yeah, War yeah. to do uh, yeah. to do it. Yeah, don't don't get yeah, anybody don't. who worked on uh who, who's currently working on Aladdin. Yeah. Just, oh, uh, yeah, yeah just <laughs> if uh if they're like, "Oh, so you know what what films have you worked on?" Well, you know, I did um uh Batman vs Superman, yeah. I did Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, we'll call you. <laughs> Get ah, no. That's when get that's the when fuck you, out. That's when you don't even say we'll call you. That's when you're like you'll be hearing from us through email. Like <laughs> when you when, and then as soon as you leave the door, you get that generic email. Unfortunately, we've decided to move on. the The candidate pool was was very. We met a lot of really great, talented yeah. candidates, and yeah. we're not going to move forward with you at this time. And they but ne- we encourage you to keep applying. And they never actually use your name; they just have in brackets uh, "candidate." Like no, yeah. they didn't oh, even yeah. bother to change it. <laughs> Is the bracket in parentheses "candidate name" here? It's like, yo, fuck you guys. Oh shit! Um, but yeah, ever since Dragon Ball, or it wasn't even called Dragon Ball Z, it was called Dragon Ball. I forget what the fuck it was called. But um, but yeah, ever since then, I, I'm like nothing is sacred. Uh, yeah. They're gonna reboot shit, and I just have to live with it, if, whether I want it or not. And it is what it is. Like I, I just have to like block it out. Like so, for instance, it came out with the, uh, uh, and I'm not even a really big fan of like Ghostbusters, which they're also gonna reboot for again. Then they yeah. just reboot it. They're gonna. They're doing they're like eight different reboot? things. They're they're doing an actual part three, but then also they're doing like a reboot in another direction. And it's just I feel like yeah. All right, so they they rebooted it with the all female cast. Great, yeah. you know. Which I, I, I don't. I think they're actually still continuing that. I, I might be wrong, but I think that's still actually going to continue. Are they going to do like something now? It's like an all gay <laughs> Asian cast or something like that. It's like uh, we got to go a different race now. <laughs> And a different sexual orientation. <laughs> so, so we did different gender. Now we got to do different race and sexual orientation. Uh, I mean, an uh, all Muslim. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Now we're gonna go. It, they're ghost busting in the Middle East at the Gaza Strip. It's like Jesus Christ. Uh, we don't need any more of this. I don't, Jesus might not have anything to do with that. I don't know. True. Allah. We don't want any. <laughs> we are fucking done with this. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, but but yeah, and I'm not even that big of a fan. I wasn't even b- that big of a fan of the original like go- f- first two Ghostbusters, but like I, I so I when the new one came out, I did actually watch it at least as much of it as, as I could watch. Um, it, it just was not a very good movie, uh, but it doesn't really disrupt what I feel about the original Ghostbusters. You know, I'm I think I'm a- in my mind. Like I've I've been able to like just block the shit out. Like they came out with the new Conan, uh, the Barbarian movie. Nobody went to go see that. Uh, but that doesn't paint how I feel about the original Conan movies that came out with yeah. Schwarzenegger. You know, um, I, I know they're coming out with the new. Um, and I think The Rock starring in it, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's not going to have any bearing on what how the fuck I feel. Is that 
You've never seen uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. No. Was what? Was Jackie With, Chan uh, was in it? <laughs> no, you would think. Uh, yeah. But no. <laughs> uh, no, it, it starred, uh, what's his name? Um, who's the guy? Kurt Russell. Um, Kurt Russell was in it. Um, and I, I would struggle. He was a cop. To... No, he was, is that, he was actually like, I can't believe you've never heard, even heard of it. I've movie. never That's even crazy. heard of it ever. Wow. Um, he was like a truck driver who's like, uh, he's passing through like, I think Chinatown and like, I don't know, his truck breaks down or some shit and he gets caught up in this crazy like store. It's, it's just so, it's too crazy to like to try to explain. But I'll look it up. I'll like watch a trailer or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it came out like a while ago. Like, but The it, Rock is like, going to be in the new one? He's going to be in the new one. And it's just like, why? Like, there's no need. It, it, it was, it was weird. It's like watching The Fifth Element, right? Like, it was a weird, quirky kind of sci-fi story mm-hmm. that needed no type of continuation. You, you're good with it as is. Yeah. We don't need a part two. We don't need a reboot. We just, it is what it is. And I view Big Trouble in Little Child in the same way. as like, you don't really need anything with this. Like, this is, the original is fine. It's okay. And I guess maybe if there's money to be made off of it, they'll try to make money. But yeah, yeah. Uh, reboots are, they're questionable at best. Yeah, so I mean, going back to Sandlot though, again, what I really like about this is they're they've got the original cast back, and as far as yeah. I understand, all of the original cast, yeah. not like two or three, and they're filling in the other four. They've got all of the kids back, right? Yeah. Um, and and obviously, we can kind of tell what story they're going to tell. Obviously, these kids are grown men now, and they probably have kids who are. Now gonna be well, it's, yeah, you know, it's playing in the sandlot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like it, it's dope. You're, you're seeing the original cast all grown up now, and it's kind of like you're living like parallel lives, right? Mm-hmm. You watched the movie when you were a kid; they were kids. So if you're watching this show now as an adult, you have children, or you're just an adult now. You're, you're now seeing, hey, the same people on TV in this new upcoming se- TV series. As adults, like yeah. y- you don't get to see that often. Well, I, I kind of parallel that to, and it's kind of like it's obviously not the same kind of story, but uh, American Pie, where we got to essentially grow up with the cast of American Pie, where yeah, uh, you know, we had the first movie, and I guess the second movie as well, and then it get, gets extremely hazy after that. But then you eventually had the movie where I think they were going to like their ten year reunion or some shit. Maybe that's what it was. American Reunion, I think it was. So, yeah. Um, so the, all, pretty much all of the original cast uh, came back for that. And so you got to see sort of like what the storylines were in that compared to, you know, um, when, you know, the original American Pie. Um, so that was kind of it was kind of cool. It, the novelty of American Pie kind of wore off. Uh, yeah. You know but, what? You know what's funny about American Pie? Like <coughs> those movies were never like horribly trash yeah you know you you had um level expectations for american pie yeah right? and they weren't high yeah yeah, yeah. they you know you're going to get some like really sort of uh what would they kind of call like it raunchy kind of, humor, raunchy humor and, kind of shit you know yeah and some like odd situations some like uncomfortable situations yeah. and and some decent acting from from the cast yeah but you never had high high expectations for american uh pie going yeah. into any of those movies well somebody else who you might have that high of expectations for is uh man of Bynes, uh who mm, is back yeah. in the news because she's going to uh uh rehab uh uh and now i'm realizing that i'm just quoting that uh what's her name song uh, uh, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Try to go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe go back to rehab, uh, yeah, but yeah. I said no. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a rocky start, but a good, good landing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You stuck yeah. landing on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched her documentary recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Oh, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, very talented young woman. Yeah, man, tragic. Yeah, uh, very. But um, yeah. but yeah, Amanda Bynes. So I saw so I was scrolling through Instagram, <laughs> um, you know, the other day, uh, looking at my normal feed of uh, old muscle cars, motorcycles, sneakers, and ass. Yeah. Uh, and then I came across this naturally. Yeah, yeah came across uh, twerk videos. Uh, <laughs> Came across, <laughs> came across Amanda Bynes, right? And I was like, wow, like she looks like, I, I think she d- did a cover of a magazine like Vanity Fair or um, one of those types of magazines, right? And she did a spread there and just kind of talking about where she's at in her in her career. Mm. And there was a while when she looked rough, like she looked like shit, you know, like she put on a lot of weight and I think she was like, you know, on drugs and alcohol and she just like went over the deep end and uh, yeah. she went to rehab. looks like she bounced back and um, she did this magazine cover and apparently she's been like auditioning for roles uh, on, in shitty movies opposite <laughs> Tara Reid and Lindsay Yikes. Lohan. Wait, is um, that like being that's for No, real? but I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's, that, that's, that's where that's you're going to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They make you start in the yeah. dungeon. Like, <laughs> you have to do this movie with Tara, with Tara Reid <laughs> and outshine her. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to come back to Hollywood, <laughs> that's like the first boss in any like video game. Like you gotta, yeah, like, <laughs> you gotta defeat Barry. To get and to it's always like some level. sloppy, like somebody who like might as well just be like a little henchman. But they are like, all right, let's just throw this guy out. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but apparently, so you know, that comes with a lot of pressure, right? So I, I think when you're someone, and you see this all the time with like Hollywood stars. I mean, like Drew Barrymore went through it, right? Where they, where they. <clears throat> start off as children and um you know they they everyone it's happened to a lot of people except for the Austin twins they're they're fucking i don't even think they're human (laughs) well have you have you seen them lately they're just like well i think you say that because it's like they don't really give like interviews and shit they're notoriously like sort of like private with their lives so we, we we tend to view it's just like the old guy who lives up the street who doesn't come outside or talk to anybody? No, but think, the Austin twins yeah, like, are fucking weird. Have you ever seen them in like pictures? Like they move like synchronized and they're like robotic and <laughs> alien the, kind of. Show me the evidence of this. I don't believe this. Yeah, I think just, you're just saying. Google this. the Austin twins. It, yeah. it gets very dark very quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, so they've seemed to escape like the whole like the pressures of trying to live up to what you know people that like the standard people set for them right from being child actors now you got to be a successful teenage actress mm-hmm. or actor now you got to be a successful adult actor actress amanda Bynes, unfortunately she wasn't so lucky after all that you know you kind of expected them to keep going and she hasn't had a great career since well, what was I, that I, I shitty she, soccer movie she did yeah i think bend uh, it like back or something was uh, that her no it wasn't bend it by like beckham it was i mean but she had like a slew of movies that were like yeah uh, kind of like that a, still play yeah. on like ABC they, they remind family. me of like uh, Agent Cody Banks that whole thing with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. what's his name uh, Frankie Nunez yeah yeah that was his name right yeah I think Frankie so Nunez Nunez yeah um sorry about that technical difficulties uh yeah um so that th- that's what that reminds me of yeah um, um so she she has a body of work yeah. right and. So she went to rehab, she came back, and then now she's like out auditioning for roles. And I, I feel like when you were a successful child star and then you went through like a shitty phase and now you're back auditioning, I feel mm. like producers or, you know, casting directors, they're either going to have like a certain amount of sympathy for you. Like, OK, yeah. you know, let's um, you know, let's give this a try, you know, or they're going to put you through the ringer. Yeah. And they're really going to make you work for it. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that you, um, you essentially, you have to kind of like prove yourself all over again. And like, I think everybody has to prove themselves, right? Cause that's what the whole auditioning process is, is proving yourself every time out, but they yeah. make it extremely hard for you when they, when they know they have you at a disadvantage of like, mm-hmm. you know, you have a really checkered past and, uh, they essentially, uh, Again, just like you said, like they can put you through the ringer. Um, but I think that also goes to like what your actual interests are. Like, so for instance, if you're uh, if if you're a child actor who's had trouble past, and you're like, hmm, people aren't giving me the opportunities I want, then I think you have to create your own opportunities. You know, you have to start creating your own shit. You know, and I think that there's a lot of like child actors who you don't hear about anymore, but who are working on the backside of yeah. production. You know, um, and uh, they're able to sort of carve out names for themselves in that realm um, versus just being beholden to whatever casting agents, you know, you get in front of, you say, yeah, uh, would you mind showing us your chest again? You know, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's not needed for this, this child drama, uh, uh, drama that we're, we're, we're showing, yeah. but we just need to see if you've got everything we need. If you have the breast uh, yeah. for, uh, for this type of, uh, writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, look, I, I, th- I think that, you know, you, you can look at an Amanda Bynes and, and be like sympathetic towards her, but I, I don't know. I think the, the actors and actresses, as well as just anybody in, in the fucking movie industries, they're just people just like everybody else. Yeah. So it's like, of course you're gonna have the, you know, troubled shit. I always love a good comeback. I always like, you know, yeah. when, when people, um, go through situations like this and they, they're hot and then they fall off and you know, whether it's their fault or not, you know, I, I want to see them come back. I want to see yeah. them at least get an opportunity to say like, all right, you know, I, I fell here. I picked myself up. I'm, I'm back in the race. Um, I really, I don't have sympathy for people who throw it away. Yeah. Who just l- throw opportunity array who have everything and just have no work ethic behind it. In this particular case, I don't feel like she, um, I don't feel like she threw it away. I, I feel like she just went through a hard time and she's trying to get back to where she used to be or mm-hmm. where she wants to be. So mm-hmm. I'm rooting for her. I hope to see her do well in rehab. But do you know what we were talking about before is in Hollywood, right? It seems like the cool thing to do is check into rehab, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, if you're not in the light, if you're, or, or let's say you had a bad moment, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to garner some sympathy. You want to garner some, you know, a couple likes, a couple tweets, a couple shares. Uh, you check yourself in a rehab. And the <laughs> yeah. reason I say that is yeah. because of um, the whole Demi Lovato thing, right? Yeah. When 21 Savage was uh, arrested by ICE and he was going through the whole, um, you know, not being a citizen of the United States, possible deportation. Yeah. And there were memes going all around the Internet, right? Yeah. Now, to Demi Lovato's... Um, uh, to her defense, she wasn't necessarily making fun of Twenty One Savage. She's a normal person thinking something's funny. She like, was laughing along with the the rest of the internet who yeah. were also having fun with these. Right? Laughing at Sir Twenty One Savage. Yeah. So again, she was laughing with the rest of the internet. Everybody was having fun with it. And then I think it was Wale, uh, the you know our boy Wale, uh, a local rapper. Yeah. Uh, He's always saying a Maryland shit, native. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely always has something to say. Yeah. But, you know, he kind of like went back at her like, you know, maybe you shouldn't, maybe this isn't the place for you to comment or laugh because um, I think he called her like a like a junkie or something like that, right? And that was funny too. Uh, 
and then like the rest of the internet kind of like came and attacked her, which I thought was kind of fucked up. Yeah. But you know what, what she did afterwards is like check back into rehab. Right. And it, it, I was kind of, Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato check back into rehab. Yeah. Oh shit. Really? So I was kind of wondering why. I mean like, is it to garner like sympathy or it? So it's like perception, right? People perceived her uh, tweet wrong. And then yeah. Wale came at her and then there was just like, and then now mind you, like when Wale came at her, she took hella shots at him. Like you were in my DMS, you were trying to get at me. Like you're a, a piece of shit. You're like a nobody. Fuck you. Jeez. And then she was like trying to slide him and throw him out there and blah, blah, blah. And then Wale's response back to her, his second response was like very, um, he took the high road on it. Right. Yeah. So then she looked even dumber. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, she looked really stupid after the whole uh, in, uh, incident. Right. So I think yeah. in this case, she won't needed to garner some good publicity. Her music hasn't been hot lately. Uh, she had the, you know, the, the, the overdose. Right. So it's like, all right, what is my next step? I need some positive publicity. I need to garner some uh, some some empathy or sympathy here. Let me go back to rehab. Yeah, that's gonna make the news. People are gonna feel bad for me. I'm gonna get a lot of support. Someone it's like a reset a, button. Someone may go start a fun, uh, start a GoFundMe <laughs> to pay for my rehab. <laughs> I always find it funny when people start GoFundMe's for people who are already rich. <laughs> for yeah. Rich people. Yeah. Let's give our money to th- this rich ass person over here yeah to help them with their yeah well other uh, problems that it, they can financially because, solve like, i guess it's because you don't draw the parallel between like when you buy their cd when you listen to their music you're already giving them money like it may be fucked up in terms of like maybe they're not getting the cut that they deserve you know yeah but they should have uh worked out those points with the studio yeah. or when you the- bought <laughs> little wayne's album it, it really went to bird man yeah. but <laughs> anyway so is, is it like you know and, and i try and be like sympathetic to, to to like mental health issues and people are going people are going through some real shit that we don't always know about right yeah um but again in hollywood in you know whether you're an actor or actress rapper athlete whatever it seems like rehab is like you said a reset button yeah, it it is, and and you can never really tell, like, and but that's what that's why, like, you can't really, you know, the old adage is, you know, believe uh, half of what you see and none of what you hear. Uh, I think it's, you know, that that is true in spades in 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 Hollywood, and where it's like nothing is really as it seems. Like where shit, where you're like, okay, maybe this is a genuine act or whatever. It could very well be some publicity. I mean, like, hey, we need to garner some po- a positive publicity here. I know you're working on a new album, yada yada. Hey, let's send you back to rehab. Yeah. You know, and I'm because it, call Harvey, it sounds we'll like something some people from TMZ <laughs> in the area. Yeah. Will we'll generate buzz around this exactly. Uh, so uh, my my thought process is and and trying tying it back to this whole Man of Binds thing is, you know, uh, it is what it is. We, we forget that these people are like people at the end of the day. So as cynical as I might be about thinking about like, okay, maybe it is a ploy. Perhaps they are really just going through some shit. Either way, I don't know, nor does it affect me. So uh, it's not that I don't care, but also I don't care. Uh, you know, because it's not like you know my fucking sister is going to rehab, and yeah. you know I got to worry about that. No, no, it's it's the star somewhere who's in a couple movies that I might have seen at some point in my life. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. 
Um, and so I think we, we, we often, because we see their lives on public stages, so we feel like we're intimately like connected to them somehow when we're in no way, shape or form <laughs> connected to them at all, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's, if, if somebody like passes, like, so Anthony Bourdain passed, a lot of people were torn up about it. And, and, you know, uh, I, I would say I, I can kind of understand that, but at the end of the day, you didn't really know Anthony Bourdain. Like you saw a show that he was on yeah. and he might've said a couple of things that you agreed with, but you didn't really know him, so I'm yeah, not isn't sure. Isn't that exactly. interesting though? Like, 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 let's say a celebrity passes or overdoses or commits suicide, right? Like yeah. Mac Miller, for example, right? Yeah. There were a lot of people who were really like torn up about it. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't even fucking listen to his last <laughs> album. <laughs> like, I, I started seeing people like, yo, Mac Miller is one of the top ten rappers uh, of all time. I'm yes. like, yo, what the. What are yeah. you talking about? Because it's currency, right? It's all currency. Like, and like I, I had, it, it's a tough thing because, you know, people don't like when you use words like uh, uh, oppression Olympics, right? Like that it's just a race to see who can be like the most oppressed or, you know, but it, it's like, it, it's, it's a way to garner because sympathy is currency. Like, you know what I mean? The more sympathy you're able to get, the, the more currency that is, because that means you can get people on your side, you know, yeah. that that's, you can monetize, you can monet or not, not even just monetize it in terms of money, but in terms of like, uh, cultural support right mm -hmm. that you can get people on your side of the fence you can get them on your side of the issue whatever the issue might be or just in your favor overall the more sympathetic they are to you right like think about it in your own in our own lives right um the reason why your family is your family is because they're sympathetic towards you because they share your blood and they grew up with you and they know you and they, they sympathize with yeah. you or or at least are more open to being sympathetic to you than other you know outsiders right so it's like you know, if if I broke my leg today, I know my family would be calling me up. Hey, hey, everything going all right? You OK? Like, what do you need? Can we help you out? Like, whatever. You know, it's the same thing with literally everything else. If I go back to rehab. Oh, man, you all right? Everything going OK? You know, hey, let's make sure you're OK. Y yeah. Yada. And then you get the interview on Kimmel. You get yeah, the, the you Jimmy know? Fallon interview. Yeah. And then and on, on, oh. and, on, and on top of that, you have more material for which to work with like we always sympathize more with the person who's like why do you think it's like the tortured artist is like you know uh that's what everybody is trying to aim for right yeah, like the it's, weekend like damn yeah, exactly because but, but you even broken said it a million in the last times. You, you said it in the last yeah, show yeah, I don't you're like i don't want a weekend. happy fucking weekend I someone go hurt someone go hurt him <laughs> <laughs> you know uh you know, we know that shit helps with, you know, creativity and, and, and being more expressive. And we fuck with the 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 because we know that's real. Right. Like, yeah. or, or at least we could estimate that's real over somebody's always happy and cheery and singing about butterflies all the fucking time. And it's just like, you know, whatever album Demi Lovato is going to come out with next, it's going to be fire because she's going to she almost died of a fucking overdose. It better <laughs> be, bitch. You went to the other <laughs> side. You had to have seen something. Tell us what you saw. <laughs> Tell us what you saw. <laughs> was, oh, it, was everything on fire or not? Jesus Christ. Put it um, on track too. <laughs> I want to wait. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, there were a couple other things I want to talk I about too. I think we can jump into Thrones. Let's, you want to jump into Thrones? I, I, no, no. Before we jump into Thrones, I want to jump into this uh, Spielberg thing because I, I do have some choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Brown. <laughs> so no, I, I didn't have it a chance, but I did see her though. That was, that was pretty cool. Wait, what happened? 
so like this is years ago. Like uh, I was up at um, uh, Brown University, Rhode Island for yeah. like a Nas concert. They were having some stuff up there. Yeah. And uh, Spielberg's daughter was there. And I remember I was walking down the street with one of my boys and he was like, yo, this is like Steven Spielberg's daughter. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to like go kick game. Like, yo, what's up with you, little show? <laughs> Let me bust it down. <laughs> But it's right then, off the bat, not even off, off the bat, she yeah. should be like, Yeah, and then we, we went <laughs> no, back to her yeah. dorm. That At least not, that, that's how I th- like the Brown think it University happened. that would not have gone down that same way. You might have been that might have been uh ended with your incarceration, probably. <laughs> but I, I like to think it would have been that easy, like, Yeah, let's do it. And she's like, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Have you heard of my father? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's okay. <laughs> or, or yeah, that's how you really get in is by like downplaying your dad. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's know, okay. He's cool. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't whatever. like him too much. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, I don't either. I think he's a bit uh, derivative. He that's was, what you. <laughs> like, he was probably never there for you. She was like, he wasn't. <laughs> Go back to my dorm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to manipulate her a little we're, bit anyway we're terrible people all right, <laughs> all right. so uh, yeah, yeah he said some dumb shit recently yeah um so he was uh he's basically uh this is post oscars uh and he's saying uh essentially he wants to go talk to the academy about uh not allowing streaming platforms to have movies that are up for uh, essentially Academy Awards, Oscars. Um, and he thinks that they're they're more fit for enemy, uh, Emmys since they're essentially like TV format. Um, I'm going to let you t- say something because I'm, I think I might go a little nuclear on, on, on Spielberg, but I'll let you go first. So I'll say this. I, I think um, what he's saying, it's not entirely wrong mm-hmm. in terms of, I think he's focusing more on the delivery of the product, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's uh, available on TV, which, you know, you can uh, stream TV services as well. So thus streaming services uh, should be on the same level as television, which is, you know, Emmy worthy, uh, whereas films that are made for theater uh, should only those movies that are like actually made for theater should be allowed to win a uh, an Oscar, right? So when when I when you focus on how the product is delivered, it makes sense. Um, I get that, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I think the product is the product, right? Yeah. If I'm a filmmaker, it doesn't it shouldn't really matter how my film is delivered to you, Absolutely, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's the quality of the product. Yeah. And I think that is what's being lost here, or or, or at least that's what Steven is trying to lose. Yeah. You know, in, in the in the tall grass. He wants you to lose that and focus really on, oh, well, the deliveries is it's it's not in theaters, so it shouldn't get an Oscar. Yeah. Um again, you know, I, I just think the product is more important. Mm-hmm. And then any good product, whether it's in theaters, whether you're streaming it on Amazon or Hulu or 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 uh, Netflix, as long as the product is good, it should be able to compete against any product in in that same category. Yeah. Uh, and that statement right there um, that you just said is is why I think that Spielberg. Let me start from the beginning. The fundamental problem with what he's saying is that he's saying that hey the academy should change its qualifications for who's up for an oscar right that uh if you're if you're if you release your film in limited theaters and you don't have that much of a uh, of a theater run then you shouldn't be up for uh, a you know an academy award um 
the, the natural problem that that causes then is that there are movies that aren't Netflix movies that, you know, because what happens with Netflix if no, and if somebody doesn't, you know, if there's anybody out there who doesn't know is so for take, for instance, Roma, right? Roma had to play in specific or not specific theaters, but they just had to have at least like a two week run in theaters before they can be qualified for an Academy Award. So mm-hmm. Roma didn't have an actual theatrical run like we're used to thinking about it, where it was released everywhere and it's out in theaters for like two or three months, yada, yada. Right. Um, it was just a very limited release, like a two week run that it had in order to qualify for Academy Award. But the natural problem that that causes is then what happens to the independent movies that aren't studio movies and can't afford to have a full nationwide uh, release um, and are just playing in theaters because that's literally all they have in their fucking budget. These might be great movies, but they have limited releases because they just don't have the money to yeah. do that. Right. You're, you're immediately cutting them off on the knees and saying, hey, you can't qualify for a um for an Academy Award simply because you don't have enough money in yeah. order to, to And Spielberg to hasn't had that problem in a very long time. And this so gets to, him, to my very central issue with Spielberg, right? What does he fucking sound like, right? He sounds like somebody who's in a club, who's been in a club forever, right? And there's new members to the club who don't necessarily do all the same shit that everybody in the club already does, who's like new and, and mixes, uh, mixes it up a little and is like, no, get him in an album immediately. I don't give a fuck if he paid his dues. I don't give a fuck if he's good, if he's not, if he's talented. I don't give a fuck. Get him out get, get him out of the fucking club. You sound like a little bitch. Like, yeah. you sound like a bitch. And the reason why you sound like a bitch is because of the last statement you said was, if the product is good, what the fuck does it matter, right? Yeah. If I make a movie and it just gets released on Netflix and it's better than your shitty Ready, one, uh, ready Player One, don't fucking be mad that at me. the $400 make, million dollar budget. Make a yeah. better fucking movie then. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you act as if that changes the fundamental product itself. It doesn't. Its delivery method is, and and perhaps you can argue, okay, you're putting it in everybody's faces a lot more than, uh, you know, movies that get released in theaters. Whose fault is that? That's your fault. Because you, uh, uh, Spielberg essentially modernized and essentially created the modern blockbuster right with his release of jaws right and ever since then he's had a slew of blockbusters right that's all he understands that's the only format he understands and this is kind of the same problem that i have with christopher nolan where he's always talking about you know using film instead of digital in order to film movies um but that's obviously a separate argument in of itself but spielberg just reminds me of somebody who's done something the same way for the last 50 years and a new way comes along and he's like no because it invalidates it, he he would feel like it invalidates his ex- existence right yeah. that if spielberg were to start and i don't know what movie he's working on next but if he's starting to work on another movie he's worried that hey it's not going to be viewed as the spielberg movie oh my god this is a spielberg movie it's going to be a blockbuster yada yada he's worried that nobody nobody's going to give a shit about it because there's this other movie coming out on netflix next week that i'm definitely going to check out because all i have to do is sit in my living room and watch it yeah and, and nobody's i mean go out to the theater to watch your piece of shit movie. And, and i understand that fear it's like you created this this um again he created the blockbuster right he, yeah the he wrote the formula yeah. And then now you see someone else re- or a different industry kind of coming in, rewriting the formula. And, and he may feel as though this is tampering with this incredible uh, system I've created. And, and that maybe that's causing some fear. Maybe that 
maybe it's a competition he doesn't like or you know or maybe it's just like hey i created this really great thing like let's keep that thing alive maybe maybe he's not worried about competition because he knows that his legacy is cemented right but he but you still want your thing why to exist or no, to no. remain but why else would you okay so the only possible way that i could see that being the case is if we were saying that theaters themselves were on the brink of extinction right mm-hmm. that and and that's a slightly realistic concern considering that you know every year it's just like year after year it's just like you know, sure, we're getting our big blockbusters, but overall, theaters aren't necessarily doing that well. That's why they're doing crazy shit. They're bringing the door like, hey, we'll have somebody suck on your nipple while you're watching this movie in order to get you <laughs> to the theater. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> you know, uh, so they, 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 they're offering a lot of shit, right? It's just to get you into the seats. But looking at it realistically, theaters aren't going anywhere. Sure, our relationship with theaters is going to change, no doubt. Yeah, and I think well the, the format of theaters need to change. Or yeah, that and, may, and I maybe think that, that they change. need to change, right? Because yeah. in in Spielberg's heyday, like say anytime, pick your time during the '90s when he re- would release, uh, I don't know, fucking Minority Report. That was two, uh, that was '90s, right? That was like mid '90s. I thought it was like 2002, 2003. That might have been. I might I might yeah. be wrong about that. Or Let's, I don't know, Jurassic Park. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. fucking movie Park. you want to say. I'm pretty sure he's Jurassic Park, right? Spielberg's Jurassic Park, right? Uh, I think so. Okay. Wh- whatever movie you want to fucking pick, right? Um, it wasn't Ben Affleck. It certainly wasn't. No, no, no. It de- no, definitely wasn't Ben Affleck. Um, uh, uh, so pick any movie that you want from the 90s, right? If you went to the theater, sure, the ticket prices were like, what? Like $8, 66 six, Yeah. Right. It's more reasonable that people go out to the theaters and watch, but then you get into the two thousands, right? Where it's just like, okay, we're at ten dollars now. Now you're at fucking like twelve, thirteen dollars just for a regular fucking show. Like this isn't even IMAX. This isn't. You didn't even get popcorn yet. You haven't yeah, gotten I think a drink. Movies now are sixteen fifty. That was Yo, the last time. And so you're sitting here trying to uh, say, oh man, you should just keep doing that. Why? Why? Why would we keep giving them money? And the it's not like. Movies are like, and I know that they're trying to do this whole 3D thing, but 3D is kind of garbage, you know. Like, I don't want to fucking sit there with glasses. Yo, on I'd face. rather just watch the regular <laughs> shit. Just I, give me the I, regular I never, shit. I, I saw, I saw. Uh, <laughs> if I gotta pay an extra forty for the 3D, I saw the movie. It was like the Immortals or some shit. I, I don't. Know, I saw some shit in 3D. It was the first and last 3D movie I watched. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not doing this. I, you I, know I what? I did see the Immortals in 3D, and like certain scenes were incredible. Like I remember like the scene that where there was like the war in heaven. Yeah, where everybody. Was up in the clouds and there's this epic war going on and in 3D it looked great. Yeah, but I've seen that movie like two more times yeah. since, just on regular Trash, TV. Yeah. Still good. No, no, I like the Immortals. I hate, I hate it. No, I love uh, it. But but I guess what I'm trying to say is is, but I didn't me, need the 3D. You don't you don't you don't need fucking 3D, right? Like you you watch it and it's cool and and maybe um maybe uh what's it called uh where you fucking have the I don't the know why VR I'm VR yeah uh, maybe VR is going to end up replacing. 3d right but even in that case it's like i don't need that shit just give me a regular movie so if nothing with the actual product is changing and you're still increasing prices on me yeah then, then what the fuck like, i may then, as well just stream the shit on netflix why wouldn't i yeah like you know what i mean like i, I think it's it, it's preposterous that he's uh you know uh going to the academy saying hey this shouldn't be up for award when you're not arguing about the product, yeah, Roma was a fuck. It was a fantastic movie, right? And it should have won the fucking uh, best picture because that's essentially the movie that he's talking about. Uh, 
Although I think I'm sure he's talking about like other, you know, Netflix movies that were up for um, awards. But essentially, Rome was up for best picture and Ready Player One clearly wasn't. Um, uh, so I know that I, I understand what he's saying in terms of there's an there's a real sort of existential threat for theaters. Right. But in the same breath. You're not arguing with the fucking product. You're, you're trying to make an invalid argument. Like his defense of why these movies shouldn't be considered isn't it's not rational considering. Yeah. Like, you so know, what I mean, it, in the argument against what he's saying, it, it's a very easy argument. Again, yeah. like, I think I challenged it by just saying, like, wh- why does delivery matter if the product is great? You Absolutely. Know? Like, that is really the only argument against Spielberg's um, position that you need. And. I, I want to hear his objection to that. I want to hear his rebuttal. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's just Spielberg. He's because he is Spielberg. He is among the loudest voices in the room. So his perspective is, is getting a lot of attention, but at the same time, like what he's saying is actual bullshit. Yeah. He's just saying it louder than everybody else. No, so absolutely. Fuck yeah. Spielberg. Yeah. Great, uh, great director. Good, great movies. But um, yeah, right I, today, look, I, as far as today, Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm not even look. His, his movies are alright. I'll, I'll put like he <laughs> no, no, like he, he's done I, some I, great I'm not, shit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny like that he hasn't. He's clearly done some great shit. Um, you know, uh, I think one of the greatest movies, uh, uh, in a weird way of of uh for for black people, The Color Purple. Uh, yeah, Spielberg. directed by like, Spielberg. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of hard to. Did you uh, just trick me, motherfucker? Yeah, he really did. Make this yeah, good yeah. ass black movie. <laughs> He's like, "Damn, I yeah. got him." <laughs> it's like Kelsey Grammer with girlfriends. It's like, "Damn, yeah. hey, I'm." Yeah, I, I still don't believe that's the same Kelsey Grammer as. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah. Who played Beast in X Men? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that it's the same. I, 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 we need to do our googles about that. Is that yeah. the same? Did anyone Kelsey Grammer see him on set? Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who those checks uh, really go to? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we, we, we saw now him. that you mention it. <laughs> got emails. All right, uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Long story short, fuck, uh, fuck Spielberg uh, for what he's trying to say about uh, you know all the streaming platforms and uh, make better movies. Um, but uh, I think we're going to conclude with that in order to get to what we really came here for: fucking Game of Thrones Jeez. season eight predictions. O T. Yo. You know what I love gotcha. about Game of Thrones? Yeah. You like everybody can be a fan of the show, right? Like yeah. th- there are certain shows where it makes sense. Like you can tell certain people watch certain shit. Like you know, if you're fucking weird and annoying, you, you probably watch Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> if you're like, you know, if uh, you're like a super sensitive and and you know wear cardigan sweaters, you probably watch <laughs> This Is Us, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is us. I think like a a lot of people watch that show that aren't like the super sensitive types. I think it's 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 actually built for those people. Who, no, you gotta prove it to me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? But like in like power, right? Yeah. If you're black, you watch power. Except for you, uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't like how you just pointed at me too. <laughs> like you were, that was a very, was a very direct <laughs> point, and I was like, like we're the only from two your face. people here. Like I don't know who else you would be talking about. Yeah, I didn't have to point point you out like that, as if there's a third person here. Uh, but it, it, it felt it felt necessary at the time. I needed to drive that home. Uh, um, fair enough. But yeah. you know, so there are shows where. So you, you can kind of somewhat tell, you know? Yeah. Um, 
if you're a fat single girl, you you know you're Yikes. probably watching like America's Got Talent or something like that. <laughs> Why does that have to be the case? I just thought of a chubby girl Jesus. at home watching America's Got Talent. Okay, so you think you could dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I always get sucked into. That was terrible. So you, yeah, I don't that, even that, know why. That wasn't that. a good joke. That was a terrible joke. Uh, but uh, uh, not a terrible joke. It, it is it now that, my, now that you're even best. trying to endorse it as it a best. better joke. I'm, it's I'm gonna getting can, worse. You know, I'm gonna campaign for this joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to all 50 states and explain why this joke was absolutely a plump. We need an America where that <laughs> joke is funny. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, America's Got Talent or like So You Can Think You Can Dance it was always like one of those shows where like I would always be caught like on, on like a Thursday night and I just got home from work or some shit or like and then I would turn on the TV and I was simply too lazy to change the channel it was all like the remote was maybe across the room mm-hmm. and I just couldn't like bring myself to get up and change the channel um, that's whenever I would like catch it and like I'd always think the same thing at the end this is utter nonsense. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't is, do singing yeah. shows and I don't do dancing shows. I'm not watching yeah. that shit. And you know, I, I don't watch any more reality TV either. I used to, you know, what I used to really like, I used to like uh, like real world and road rules and nah. all that stuff. And the real world road rules challenge. It, it just got too much to say. Well, okay. You know, you know why that changed is because they changed the people that they had on it. So it used to be that they actually have like real people, like people who, and it was the real world so of course it it seemed appropriate that they had real people on it then it just got to like they just would have young good looking people on it like they they actually started like casting like people who were like coming actresses and actors yeah but like it used to like you had people like Puck like remember Puck from real world yeah that dude was raw yeah the raw dude you know like CT CT okay wait hold on CT CT from where Uh, what what season uh, I think he was um I, think I remember the name. I just like can't London, remember. Like real world London or something. Oh like shit! That. Did he have like an he was accent? Like the big. Yeah, he's a, b- a big black dude. Yeah. No, no, no. He was a big white guy. I like that. CT. And then he ended up getting with um, the chick who had cancer. And she, oh shit! Uh, I, I I remember the name. I can't put, for whatever reason I can't put a face with it. Like I remember hearing the name yeah. CT on. I mean, there's definitely like the older cast. Yeah. Of, of, uh, real like, world. I remember real like, world. Uh, is it Seattle when they first went to Seattle? Yeah, that I remember shit was Seattle. raw, dude. Yeah, I remember that shit Seattle. Was raw, you know, um, but was then it, it just it, was it Vancouver? I think they went to Canada once. They might have. There was like San Diego too, which was good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So like that's that's when I stopped watching yeah. um, uh, uh, reality television. Yeah. Uh, ever since then, it's just been like trash to me. Yeah, the only reality TV that I recognize is uh, cooking channels. Yeah, and yeah, a, yeah, I can and do a, that. a little bit of HGTV, and even though that's not really reality. It's it's like, as like, close to reality like TV shit. as I, yeah yeah, that's yeah a, I like those shows that's as close to reality TV house. that I've, yo yeah. fuck those shows too by the way it's like <laughs> yo I like those like, shows also I'm fuck a those middle shows. school teacher <laughs> with an income of forty thousand dollars a year and he's like and I'm a karate instructor <laughs> and our budget for this house is five hundred thousand dollars it's like yo where what how is this happening do, do you, you guys have... also sell cocaine like how the <laughs> fuck do like the numbers never match up. It'll yeah. be like, you know, or the the like the one where single people are buying their first home. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like I a... just graduated <laughs> from college with a degree no, in education. My favorite, my is... budget, one million dollars. <laughs> my favorite is when they're overseas mm-hmm. and they don't have a job yet, and they're still like, oh, but I'm still going to be able to afford this place that's yeah. like eight times what I have in the bank right yeah. now. <laughs> I just want them to be honest. 
Yeah. We're white. So <laughs> we're gonna all, all things, all avenues are available. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get approved for this loan. No matter With what. A very low in so uh we don't have a budget. Rate. <laughs> and we come for money too. So <laughs> on top of that. Um I inherited seven million dollars. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, all right, so all right. L- l- let's Game get to the guy. Yeah, yeah let's get to let's get to the guy. So yeah. you wanted to talk about both theories. You wanted to talk about uh, what uh, what fan theories as well as our predictions, right? Yeah, I just wanted to jump into both. Uh, so yeah, so let's uh, let's get the shit popping. Where, where do we start? Where, I, I think the place that I want to start at is what are our overall predictions for, or maybe we should leave that towards the end. Maybe she get into more specifics and then go broad. Uh, you can take it either way, right? I, I, well, let, 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 let's start here. Who do we think is going to die or survive? I think the most hated person is going to find their, you know, the people we, the person we hate the most yeah. is, is going to find their way to survive, right? I think okay. Cersei, mm. when it's all said and done, is going to be one of the people still left alive. Um, I think some of the people that we ne- don't necessarily like love the most mm-hmm. are going to die. Like, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, either Sansa or Arya, one of them is going to die, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even Jon Snow dies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, m- maybe Daenerys Targaryen. Everybody's dies, on, the, right? <laughs> on the chopping block. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I feel like some of the smaller characters, uh, are going to end up living through this. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't believe the same thing. I think everybody is. You think uh, everybody's equally, gonna die? Uh, no, I think everybody is equally likely to die. Let me tell you who I can guarantee is going to die. All right, let me start there. Um, Tormund, uh, Giant's Bane, uh, the dude with the red beard, wild hair. Yeah. he's a wildling. He's definitely going to die, right? Uh, and that's because uh, the Night King was attacking the wall the last we saw him, and he was. He was at the wall, <laughs> so hey, look. There's just no chance he survives. The uh, the the, the Night King, thing, though. the Night King has a dragon breathing fire, as well as eight billion uh fucking whites uh marching with him. Everybody at the fucking uh <laughs> at the Night's Watch, they're dead <laughs> immediately. Um, unless they just run, unless they just book it. Yeah. And unless that dragon just is like, yeah, fuck it. I, I don't really, really feel like fucking with him. They're going to be survivors. He ain't going to be one of them. He, look, he's got that red hair. They're like, they can spot him immediately. He ain't hiding anywhere. Is that, is that a fucking ginger over there hiding in that bush? Get him. Wait, why are the White Walkers talking like this? But anyway, why do they hate him? gingers? <laughs> um, and you mentioned Cersei, right? I think Cersei's dead. The reason why is because there was that uh, the witch talked to her like I think this is like season five or was six. Was the red woman? No, it was just like a random witch. They had like a flashback to when Cersei was a uh, uh, was a child, mm-hmm. uh, and she break they her and her friend break into this place, and she talks to this witch, and the witch says, "Hey, you'll have three children, but all of them are gonna die, um, and you'll be a queen." She says something like, "You're going to be a queen, you're, or you're not going to be a princess. You're going to be a queen." Mm-hmm. Um, all those predictions came through. She said she's going to have three children. They're all going to die. What's Cersei right now? Pregnant. But she said she only has three children. And she's been right. The witch was right. Has been right so far. Yeah. So that means either Cersei has a miscarriage 
seriously bites the dust. She dies. Thus exactly. Her child dies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the reason why I think Cersei's gonna die. Uh, Jorah Mormont, or how the fuck you pronounce his name, the guy who's Jor- always yeah, on yeah. Uh, uh, Daenerys's uh, balls. Um, he's definitely gonna die. Uh, and that's because there's there hasn't been a more useless character than than his in Game of Thrones. I, I he doesn't really have any other purpose other than licking Daenerys's balls. That's yeah. it. Which that's the which, only purpose she's she never actually let him do. Yeah, you know, and it, he, like, he's like the <laughs> only person who hasn't fucked Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, could, could you imagine how difficult? See, everybody just rolled him, through and, him and Tyron. Uh, <laughs> they want to fuck her so bad. Do, do, you, that's been my prediction too. That. Uh, uh, Tyrion. 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 Yeah, yeah I don't, Tyrion threw me off a bit, but I understand who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was thinking about Tywin. Yeah. Uh, Tywin yeah, yeah. But uh, Tyrion and uh, uh, Jur Mormont, they want to fuck her so bad. But I guess can't. Tyrion's kind of like, uh, uh, for whatever reason, I felt like their relationship has been more super formal. You know, the only re- the only evidence that I have that he wants to fuck Daenerys is. The, the, the last, last episode where Jon Snow went yeah to go where he's fuck lurking her. in the back like damn you just gonna stroll in a room yeah, like that like, damn <laughs> I brought this bottle of wine <laughs> I had the uh, I fucking rubbers I had the Barry White <laughs> <laughs> I had it on MP3 yeah, you know he was listening too he was like damn yeah. he beating it down in there too ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, uh, I do feel like he dies I feel like Tyrion yeah. dies Tyrion um, uh, his him I don't know about, and I think we we have an interesting sort of take Theory, on him, yeah, on yeah, him. C- coming out. But uh, I don't know, I don't I don't know about Tyrion because I don't know what role he's designed to play yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess it would determine that that would determine sort of what I think he's going to go go as. Um, uh, Lord Varys, I think is going to I think he's going to die. Uh, Varys, bald guy, mm-hmm. yep, thick. Um, the reason why is because the prediction that the Red Woman made. Um, uh, uh, Melisandre made to him uh, the last they met, which was I'm trying to remember what specific like I think it was in season seven might have been, but she's she's like she says to him, "I have to die in a foreign land just like you," and then he just has this like ghost look on his face, like, "Oh shit, yeah, oh, it, just say I'm gonna die." <laughs> um, so I think that going that's to the crib a, right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's a that that was like foreshadowing a little bit. So I think he dies. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll say one of the people who I think survives this all. I think Arya. Um, ends she's up Thanos, man. She's a survivor. Ends up surviving. Yeah. I, you know what I love? Like, so if you if you watch the most recent uh, season eight trailer, right? Um, there's a the scene where like the dragon is flying overhead, and yeah. Arya is just like smiling at it because she's yeah. just like. It's real, yeah. you know, and I, I, it, it takes me back to the scene where she was a child and she went down into the dungeons. I mm. think in like in um, Winterfell or maybe yeah. it was in King's it's, Landing. It's probably in King's Landing yeah. where they had the dragon skull in down in yeah, the chambers, and like Landing, she yeah. was like just mystified by it, and then yeah. now she's like seeing a real one. Yeah, and if there, if anyone's gonna do damage, that's in a good parallel, eight, by the way. I didn't, yeah. I didn't necessarily pick that up, but that, that's a really good parallel. Yeah, if anyone's yeah. gonna do damage in season eight, I mean, I think the dragons are gonna play a big role in in like. Both um, the Night King's dragon as well as uh, Daenerys uh, uh, Targaryen's dragons, Arya is going to do a lot of damage too. She's going to start checking people off that list. Um, I think she survives this. I think again, Cersei makes a way, finds a way to survive, Um, and then you know a couple of other other unassuming characters. But there has to be some major deaths. I think I do think Tyrion would be a major one. I do think Jon Snow may not survive this, and. 
Um, but a Targaryen will live. I just yeah. don't know who that is. So let, let's so let me let me bridge the gap between that, right? Because I I think that it's very specific who the real villain of Game of Thrones is, uh, and I think it's been under our noses the entire time. And I think it's not like a new theory. I think there are a lot of people sort of have caught on to this. Uh, but I think, and let me say one more thing about who dies. Uh, I think the mountain dies because I think it's just been oh, too yeah. much foreshadowing. Of, oh yeah, of, uh, that, I mean him and the, the hound, hound are yeah. going to have to fight. And I think this the has to will, end in death. Yeah. It can't end in like damn, like it doesn't reconcile uh, reconcile after all. Maybe these they years. both die, but I think the, the they most the likely mountain dies die, yeah. first. Yeah, I think, but by the hound's hand. By the hound's yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. The person, the other person who I think is going to die is Daenerys, and I think she's going to die for two specific reasons. One. Um, and this goes to sort of the next thing that I want to talk about, which is who the true villain of Game of Thrones is. And unsurprisingly, as there's many theories out there, but I think this is the most prevailing one is I think she's the actual villain of Game of Thrones more than Cersei, more than, you know, Tywin would be. Um, I don't know who are, who are else, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Ramsey. Uh, she's the ultimate villain. The reason why is because if you actually look at her story trajectory, it's actually been one of just like it's what the backstory is for most villains. Um, so she was essentially exiled, cast out uh, as an outsider, uh, and uh, she's been basically on a quest, but her quest has been mainly just for power. Yeah, that's really what her motivating factor is in this quest is she feels like she has a right to the Iron Throne um, and that she'll basically stop at no expense in order to get it. Um, and then if you look at what she's done on her journey, she, you know, and she, her name by season seven is like she's got different, you know, a.k.a. Oh, a.k.a. Breaker yeah. of Chains, a.k.a. Mother of Dragon, uh, Breaker of Chains, the a.k.a. Slaves, DJ, uh, DJ Dragon. AKA, yeah. <laughs> like she just got like, you know, she's she's accumulated all these things over the course of time. But what she's also done is she's uh, had a devastating effect on like pretty much everywhere she goes to. I know she's like, you know, she's freed slaves and done all, she's also done some crazy ass shit. Yeah. Like where she, um, she, she, she essentially, uh, she traps the, t the dude in the, uh, like when, when she went to the city, I forget what the city is called, but the city with the rich black dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She traps him and the, and the, her former aide. She traps them in the, in, in the vault and oh, just locks yeah. them in there. That's some savage ass shit. Like, and I mean, her her power is um, like she she's not out front with her power. She doesn't um, mm. make it known at, at all times. Like, you know, I am like your leader. I am your queen. Uh, I think she's more passive, but everybody knows that this is what she's hunting for. Right. She is on a power quest. And like you said, whether she's subtle with it yeah. or she's forceful locking the guys uh in the or setting in, the two dudes on fire or uh, uh beheading all of the uh slave owners in marine or uh crucifying them yeah yeah and she, it, although it was justified in sense of in terms of like why she crucified them it was just like yo chill like, yeah <laughs> with her thing and she knows like her beauty is um something that you know, people just admire in her right so she can be uh, kind of like passively uh, 
devastating in, yeah. in that way, right? I, but yes, her her only real quest is power. That's it. Yeah, you know, and I think that when you look at it from that perspective, you see sort of where this is going. Now, add that to the fact that now it's discovered that spoiler alert that Jon Snow is essentially the um, the rightful heir to the to the Iron Throne. I wonder what that brunch is going to look like. Yeah. What happens? <laughs> and they're related, right? So yeah, it's like, that's his aunt. Do yeah, you yeah. kill your your nephew, who's the rightful heir to the throne for yeah. power, and then what does that do to you and and the respect that you're trying to to win among the kingdoms, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Jon Snow isn't going to kill Daenerys, of course. So that's just not his character. Uh, and, and then where does no. Tyrion? I think. I, I think if, that's that's going to actually does, tie into yeah. a theory that I have, though. If she does become or sh- uh, reveal herself as the true villain of the story, I think he yeah. will do what's necessary. Um, but you know, going back to to, your, to what you said about like who's the true villain, right? Mm-hmm. So we look at some of the other villains. Uh, Ramsey, he, he was just a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <Yo>, I, I've <laughs> never wanted to, somebody to die so much, and it was because of that smile and that arrogance, yeah, and that smugness. But his 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 um he was contained to uh, what was what was their kingdom? Um, oh, uh, Winterfell. Was or it Winterfell? The North? No, it, I forget what what his um what his they weren't the Greyjoys. The Greyjoys were the, uh, Boltons. Boltons, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, they were confined, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even the Lannisters at King's Landing, the, Cersei's confined or and perfectly content with. Yeah. Being the queen at yeah. King's Landing. Yeah. Cersei, I'm sorry, um, not Cersei, Daenerys, mm-hmm. she wants everything. Yeah. She wants it all. That yeah. is, again, into your point, that is, you know, the true villain, right? I want all of it. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you can be a uh uh a kind, forgiving ruler of all things. But right? I think that's the common theme of Game of Thrones is this idea of power and how you obtain it, right? Mm-hmm. That everybody's backing Daenerys because they believe, hey, she can be a merciful king or she can be a just king or, mm-hmm. or queen rather. Um, but I think part of what we're understanding is that you can't become that figure. Like you, you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs, you yeah. know? And y- you don't become the king or queen unless you do some dirty ass shit like and i think there's been so many jewels so many lines about that same sentiment that i'm just forgetting you know uh, uh off the top of my head but there's been so many lines to that effect of you know um those in power or those who obtain power usually do it by like horrific means like yeah it, it's, and then you have to uh maintain that power right and, yeah and you it, there are going to be times when you're going to have to do it forcefully you know yeah no one holds on to power from sheer love alone it, yeah. it, it is it is a mixture of like love and fear yeah or at least enough fear to where people think they love you and that and that's why Jon snow like we, we found out with like you know obviously Jon snow was you know he was stabbed uh as the uh, the lord commander of the uh, the night's watch mm-hmm. so we sort of find out through his journey that like when you try to just do good shit and when you have the intent of doing good they're still going to kill you anyways. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so that's why before, and be, he gets really back into the game because Sansa, he meets up, you know, Sansa comes back into the fold. So that's really the I only reason. Why, yeah. Why does everybody hate so. Sansa I so much? I, she's actually, she's actually might be one of my favorite characters now. No. What? Yeah. I don't know. She, I just don't like, I just don't like her, 
her story to me seems now I understand she's done a lot of good in terms of like uniting the kingdoms in the north, but mm-hmm. it's not because she is uh, like a great leader. It's not because she is. I think uh, direct opposite. I think she 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 has become the great leader. Like whereas okay, she had the most one of the most egregious lines of Game of Thrones overall, where she says. Uh, you know, I think Ned is trying to take her and Arya away from. She's like, no, but I want to marry uh, Joffrey and have his kids and have his babies. It's just, and it's just like, and then uh, the Arya says the great line, Seven Hells." <laughs> yeah, when she says it, they set you up with Sansa to hate her, like hate her character. Yeah, I mean, but so this is why I don't like her. So, yeah. so she's not like a, you know, she's not a, a tactician or a strategist in terms of. Mm. Um, you know, knowing how to like rule the kingdom like strategically and make alliances and form peace treaties. She eventually does end up doing some of those things, but based off of her name, right? Uh, her being a Stark, the daughter uh, of Ned Stark, it's not because she is uh, like a true strategist, right? You're saying it's not because she's good at it. It's not because she's good at it. It's because like she's in, she's put in a position to where people will listen to her when she speaks. But but I think that that's actually what makes it more important is that she's not a person who originally would have taken that baton and run with it. But now since she went through everything she went with through a Joffrey with, you know, to some degree Tyrion uh and then obviously uh Bolton uh Ramsay, um she's become less and one of the lines that or one of the the scenes that really sort of like and I think it was the first scene that I was like, okay, now I'm starting to respect you a little bit is when she's sitting there with, uh, the, the whoever Ramsey's, uh, Ramsey's side chick was, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, was just like scrubbing her back and she's giving her all these like little, she's trying to, you know, essentially just like, she's trying to slide her on the low and try to be like, Hey, yeah, he's pretty much done away with everybody else. I'm the only one who survived. Yeah. And Sansa's like, I am, uh, Sansa Stark of Winterfell and I'm at home. You can't intimidate me here. You know, I think that's when she started to grow on me. Like, Oh, like she's starting to, she, she understands more than she's letting on. She learned a lot from Littlefinger. Absolutely. She she, she learned a lot from Littlefinger. And then what happened is she outmaneuvered Littlefinger. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think Sansa, she's, she's had, she's had a real change in her trajectory where it's like, I don't know where they're trying to go with this character. She's just somebody who gets passed around from one person to another, but essentially that buck stops here. And then she, she's had so many good lines where, in season six and seven where she's like where she's you know they're meeting up with uh ramsey you know before the battle of the bastards and she's like um and afterwards she's like i would die before i go back to ramsey you know and she was like there was no like ambiguity about it there's no emotion about it she's like i'm fuck that shit you know yeah well i mean (laughs) because she was she's just been a prisoner right yeah she's just been a prisoner she's been a pawn that's been passed around that's what i'm saying she's done being anybody's pawn she and and that's why i think there's going to be a lot of friction between her and daenerys in in season eight well because you know i think both of them are they're kind of turned into alphas both of them don't do their own dirty work they have people who do it for them you know mm. sansa no nah, no 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 i think daenerys does her own dirty work when does she, daenerys uh, flies out on that dragon she's like i'm torching everybody i'm gonna yeah, fuck. but she's flying around on a dragon right? she, okay she's not gonna fucking daenerys isn't gonna be out there winging a long to a long yeah. a long claw like fucking snow if if it came down to a one-on-one battle right yeah daenerys versus uh sansa I don't think that's think, it, but that's I don't yeah, think that, I, I that, think that's, that's just going to be a pitiful that. fight. But either, either way, um, but neither one of them are like battle ready, right? I, I, no, even I, though I Daenerys, think Daenerys has her dragons, I think no, I think Daenerys she's she's more of a tactician. 
than so yes Daenerys is uh, Sansa I think she is uh, uh, the daughter of Ned Stark which mm-hmm. gives her a certain heir to the throne and from there she is um, you know the beautiful daughter of Ned Stark who uh, is respected based off of her family name yeah. and she's also become a wise young woman uh, based off the ex- the experiences she's had. Daenerys yeah. is someone who's on a power quest. She's a tactician. She's a strategist. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 like, I don't like Sansa. I don't. Yeah, like, I, I, you, you just I, I, don't. I don't. <laughs> like, she, she was the, did, did she not return your text? Did you, did you try to uh, Her text? father's head got cut <laughs> off and she was just chilling there with Joffrey. Now, oh, again, again, against her will, but yeah, still, yeah. fuck her. I, I, yeah. Arya, yeah, I, mean, Ar- I think Arya is, but Arya, Arya, Arya gets a little throne. too. She gets a little too dark for me. Uh, Arya is, uh, I don't trust Arya's eyes. She's she's got the very. I always uh, trust I'll her, anybody yeah. at any moment. She, I trust her judgment. Like she yeah. can, like even if she wants to kill you, Arya will make sure. Like for the Hound, for example. Yeah. Like she's gonna kill the Hound. I think. I think the Hound. I don't think, kills, I don't think she. I don't, I, don't, I don't think she's gonna kill the Hound. Hound's on her list. I know he's on her list, but. She's gonna kill. I don't know if she's gonna kill everybody on that list is gonna die. (laughs) Now, some of them have died at her hands. Some of them have just died, and she's just like you know, hey, one down. I think the Hound kills the Mountain, and then Arya makes uh, keeps her promise of like, hey, I promise you, I would kill you. But then she's, but then she's a villain. Needle, yeah, because the Hound is not concerned with being a villain. But that's that's part of my issue. I've got my list. But that that that's part of my issue both with you've made her list for a reason. But whether it's just so, like for instance, I think she said the hound killed, and I can't even remember who the fuck she said the hound killed. It was like maybe one of her little friends or something like that. But I don't think it was like he it was like on, on the orders. Hound killed somebody, but it was like on orders though. I don't think it was like he just was like, man, fuck this, yeah. right? And and so like I I understand that, but then his character has done so much good shit, you know, since then, you know, he saved her, you know, yeah. Um, and so, so uh, names on the list, apparently. Uh, okay, so let's uh. So again, I so I think I I made clear that I think Daenerys is the uh, the true villain of the story. Now this leads into the what I want to talk about next, which is the promised one, which is essentially the prophecy that the uh, the people who believe in the 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 Lord of the Light um, keep sort of like bringing up, right? Which is essentially they they talk about this promised one who was essentially uh, a Zor a High. Um, who back when the White, Walk, White Walkers first came, he essentially is the one who sort of beat them back. Uh, and uh, they have a couple specific, you know, things that had to happen in order for him to return or like his rebirth. Yeah. Uh, and, and they say that, you know, uh, that he's going to bring, um, he's going to have like the, the, the sword, which is called like, I think, Lightbringer. Uh, and that's essentially going to be used to uh, s- sort of beat the uh, the White Walkers back. Um, so going along with Daenerys being the villain of the story, uh, along with that prophecy is that uh, Azor Ahai, uh, essentially he, he had his, a wife called, uh, I think her name, not, not to sound Jar Jar Binks, but Misa Misa, I think is her name. Okay. I think that's her name. Um, and he, in order to, because the, it's saying that the, the sword is uh, it's a sword of fire mm-hmm. and that he was able to create the fire when he plunged it through her heart, Misa Misa's heart. So who so it stands to reason that whoever Azor Ahai is, he's going to have to make some sort of he or she is going to have to make some sort of sacrifice. Yeah. Thus, we have Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, where 
I think it might be a case where they're setting up. They're either setting up one of two scenarios. I think. I think they set up the case where, um, Jon Snow either is Azor Ahai and he basically has to kill Daenerys, or, which would fit into the fact that she would be the villain. So who cares if you kill her? Like she's yeah. the villain. Um, or, Jon Snow, becomes the Night King. And this is a this is kind of a little fringier as far as the theories go, but I think that there's enough evidence to say that because there, there's like this whole thing about the Starks and like where their lineage comes from, and yeah. I think it does actually come from the White Walkers, which is why in every fucking scene in season one, Ned Stark is sweating his balls off in King's Landing. It, it, go back and watch season one. No, that is Ned true. Stark is sweating in every single season. Like it's so fucking hot here. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's like White Walker blood in you know with the Starks, which is why they live up north and that they they're more. Yeah. Wasn't Jon Snow's uncle? Remember that Benji? Scene? Yeah, Benji. Yeah. like a half White Walker. Well, the, yeah, uh, he he starts to turn. Yeah. But then somebody did. I forget who he said did what to him, but he somebody did something, and then he was they were. I think they. Oh, the the children. I think plunged. Uh, Dragonstone into okay. him like they did as he was turning. Yeah, as yeah, he was yeah. turning, which is I think it stopped the effects. Which yeah. the children are another thing is, is like I think that's another swerve that they're trying to give us where uh the children aren't actually the good guys, where they, yeah. they they're they're the bad guys. There's another theory that says Bran is the Night King. Bran? Mm-hmm. Or you mean Brand? Bran. Uh yeah, Bran is uh Bran is uh the, the funny dude who who's always helping yeah, out Tyrion. Brand, Brand. Uh, uh, there's another I, thing that's that's, a, that's only because he kind of looks like him a little bit. Well, he looks like him. He dresses him, and I, eh, th- I so throughout it. the seasons, and I forget the actual reading. It's like um, you know, there. Uh, I think there's a point in time when he tries to, uh, find the the Night King. Yeah. Right, and then the Night King sees him. Sees him. Yeah. Right. So you know what does that mean? Is that I just think that means the Night King has got the juice. I think he just is that the, is that a, a future Bronn seeing his younger self, or is Bronn looking into the future at what he will become? Like, how does the Night King have that power if very few people have it? Bronn being one of them. Yeah, I think before we answer that question, one of the things we have to answer with Brand is how the fuck did he survive beyond the wall? And not only how did he survive, but Clearly, he's changed from like four two to six five with wearing the same clothes. How yeah. the fuck? Did That's that Nike kind of. dry fit. <laughs> <laughs> My dude had the fucking That's that s- Under Armour synthetic stretch <laughs> material designed for the this for the dude, coldest of winter. This dude. <laughs> He's got an NBA contract and he hasn't changed his clothes once. The entire time. He's cold, bro. Him, him and Tristan Christ. Thompson. We some cold motherfuckers. Um Okay, so uh I, I don't I don't believe this theory that that Bran is, is the Night King. I th- I think he has an unusual role to play, meaning like I don't think we I don't think we know the full scoop with him in terms of like because I don't know if I trust the Three Eyed Raven because we're just assuming that the Three Eyed Raven is good is a good yeah. character, but I don't know if we actually know that though. But Bran also knows that uh, is is it Bran? Bran is B R A N right? Like it's like Bran, like Brandon. Just short okay, for Brand. I thought it was Bran. Yeah. Anyway, Bran yeah. also knows that uh, John and Daenerys are related, right? Yeah, he knows that they're both uh, Targaryen. come from Targaryen lineage, right? Yeah. 
uh, so why doesn't he... he? He hasn't met up with. He hasn't seen John yet. But he can pass the message. But that, that's not something you want to pass. It. You want to tell that dude. And, and he's you know, about you know, to see me. You know, like, like oh. uh, <laughs> dude, meditating in his sleep. Like, <laughs> hey, man, you might not. You might not want to hit that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll tell you why when I see you, but you <laughs> yeah. might not want to hit that. No, come on. Eh? When and when you're about to, too, like it's like nobody can tell you anything. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. down on her. Uh, <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me when I see. You. I'm gonna hit this. You, you hit, you hit uh, the end call. Like you yeah, just like yeah, don't mm, accept the call. <laughs> he's like, Hello. Let <laughs> me put on airplane mode. Um, uh, whenever I see a Game of Thrones like theory online. Like I have to read it. So I, I've yeah. read like maybe fifty theories at this point. Um, yeah, there, there's so many different angles, but the one thing. So he, here's here's here are my final thoughts on it, and then we'll mm. kind of get to our overall um, predictions. The Night King is someone we've already met before, a character we've already been introduced to. Uh, what I'm curious to find out is what his purpose is, right? Yeah, what his motivations are. Yeah. Why come south of the wall? I think and why be, now? Yeah, why now? I, and I think it's because, as you said, there is a a greater villain, which may eventually turn out to be Daenerys Targaryen. Um, I think Winterfell is going to play a, a very big role in all of this because, um, you know, I think the the name it, it it's kind of like lost in it in and of itself. That is where Winter initially fell, where the White Walkers were initially beaten, or that's where um, they're they're going to. Fall yeah. yet again. Yeah. Um, before I get my final overall theory, I'm, I'm going to let you jump in. You like you have a thought? Yeah. Uh, I, I I would say that. You know, w- we haven't met the Night King, and I think that's been purposeful. Um, like we we've met him in terms of like we've seen him a bunch of times, but we don't know what the fuck he actually wants. And I think they're they're trying to set up a dynamic where we th- we assume that the night uh that the the white rockers are are evil because they're obviously killing people but i don't know if they're actually like evil like they they they've killed people but it's just not like they we don't know the reasons why like we don't know what their you know u- ultimate goal is and again we don't know the entire backstory we've only gotten one side of the story with uh the the children um who made essentially the night king uh, mm-hmm. the, the first white walker um uh, so I think once we sort of know a little bit more about his story and and what his goals are and his uh, his reasons for being are, I think we'll we'll, we'll get the fuller sort of picture. Um, but I think that in classic Game of Thrones fashion, I think that they're setting us up. The the the, the a major theme in in Game of Thrones is this whole idea of good versus evil is kind of like it's kind of stupid that everybody's a mix of both right and there are only choices you know that uh there's been a couple of choices where Jon Snow like so for instance with his and I forget what his girl is last girlfriend before Daenerys uh the White Walker uh, no the uh, Wildling Wildling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah she was nice um, yeah she, she was nice with the bull I but like her. um so to see her die yeah so he had hard choices to make with her right like okay I know I love her but also like I'm not with the fucking wildlings. Like I'm not down with that shit. Yeah. Um, so I he dipped on her on a horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. She kept lighting him up. She was like, arrows. <laughs> "That's the equivalent of getting." Yo, she in was an, hurt when he dipped on her with the horse. Yeah, that's the equivalent of getting in an Uber and just like leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, look, I'm just gonna call this Uber real quick. Yeah, uh, you my, have a my nice horse night, is, though. Yeah. Uh, is arriving now. I gotta go. Um, 
and and so he had hard choices to make when it came to her right and it's like who's to know like what's right or what's wrong in that case the wildlings we thought for the longest time were evil and should be just killed on sight but then you find out all they fucking want is just to be somewhere where they're fucking safe and not to be hunted down right yeah um and so then in that case depending on your vantage point it depends on who you're looking at that the perspective from that you would say okay well maybe it's the fucking night watch that are actually the the evil and Sure enough, there are some fucking evil bastards on the Night Watch who just want to fucking kill every wildling because that's what the tradition is. Let's just yeah. kill all the fucking wildlings, you know? Um, so I think in classic Game of Thrones fashion, we're going to get a swerve where it's just going to be like we, we've been set up for this story so long that uh, that we think, you know, the White Rockers are the evil ones. I'm not convinced that they, they actually are, or at least there's some sort of twist in there. And I think that the ultimate twist, I think is going to, the heartbreaker is going to be I think Daenerys is going to be the the ultimate villain in in, in Game of Thrones, and it, and that's going to be a heartbreak because we're all following her story and like rooting for her, and I, and I think that that's kind of dope if they do that because it's like, how often do you follow a villain, rooting for the villain the entire time, just to and find then out just to the find end. out yeah. that they're the worst, you yeah. know? Yeah, for um, me, I, I think White Walkers come uh, continue south of the Wall, and um, there is going to be an epic battle at Winterfell, yeah. and uh, you know. I think Jamie and his band of, of soldiers are going to join Daenerys. Jamie has nobody. He's by himself. He, he got a couple riders with him. He's got one hand and <laughs> one horse. That's all he's got. Um, I, I think Cersei eventually, in her best interest, knows that sitting by the sidelines, it, it's not the thing to do. Oh, no. I think she's going to try to maybe make a deal with the Night King. With the Night I King? I think that's what she's going to try to do. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna, okay, can, I, can I say real quick? Cersei, we believe, is one of the smarter characters on Game of Thrones, right? I think tactical. Tyrion said it best. Where he says, you're not as smart as you think you are. I'll posit that Cersei's actually one of the dumbest characters on Game of Thrones. Think about everything she's ever done on Game of Thrones. It all comes back to bite her in the ass, yeah. right? She is uh, manipulative and, and cunning, but only in her self-interest. I, I think. But she, it always she, ends up like ruining, like by her own measuring stick, right? She's yeah. like, I love my children. I do anything for my children to keep my children safe. All of her fucking children are yeah. dumb, and all of them are dead because of direct actions that she had. Yeah, she she serves her own interests and doesn't necessarily think outside of those interests and, and how they impact her family and, 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 and like the bigger story. Right. Yeah. So I think t- shit goes down at Winterfell. I think Cersei does something to try and make sure that at the end of this all, she's, she's, on top, yeah. she's still living. She's still on top. And, and you know, maybe Cersei's baby turns out to be the night King, the future night King. I, I don't know, man, when that, which made that prediction. Yeah. She's been, she's been, she's been uh three for three. Yeah. So but the night King coming South will continue to, uh, Tell us who the true villain is. And, and great, I do think the Night King and the White Walkers are villains, but there's another villain here, and there's going to be a hero. That hero, whether it's Jon Snow, whether it's Arya Stark, whether it's Tyrion, we don't know yet. Um, but I do think it's going to go down at Winterfell, and the prophecy uh, will be fulfilled at Winterfell of uh, yeah. this, this, the chosen one coming back and um, destroying both villains. Because I think there are villains on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. There's the White Walkers, there's. Uh, possibly Daenerys Targaryen and there's going to have to be a third party who's going to come in and uh, destroy villains from all parties. Hmm. Like somebody who's more powerful or are you saying somebody from within? Uh, someone outside of this direct story that we've been told. Really? You think come in the and, third? Yeah, like there's this story about like Brandon the Builder who's like mm-hmm. someone who may have uh, 
Well, he's he's who the uh, Starks are. They who they kind of uh, like. Uh, he's essentially like one of the first Starks. Like, yeah, uh, and then and they, so he helped. There was a theory the that the he ship. is um like he is the prophecy, right? He's the one who's going to return. Um, something I was reading, which was very interesting. Uh, you know what is going to happen with Tyrion being a Targaryen? There, I think there, oh, at the yeah, end, there's only talk be one Targaryen shit. left. Um, well, I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, how we think that Tyrion. Is actually going to be a the, Targaryen. The, himself. the son of um, uh, Robert. Is, was it Robert the Mad King? Oh, I don't. I don't. What is Robert. the Mad King's name? Uh, is like Arian, Aragon, something, something very old yeah. and white. Uh, so he he being a descendant <laughs> of uh, the Mad King, you know the the eldest of the Targaryens, possibly the rightful heir to the throne. Well, well let, let, real quick, let's explain to people why we believe that Tyrion is a Targaryen. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's because. Uh, this whole story about Tywin really just hating Tyrion, no matter what he does, I think it's more than just he's a dwarf and that uh, uh, Tywin's wife died during giving birth to uh, uh, Tyrion. I think it's more than that, right? Like, I think it's he knows that Tyrion's not his son, which is why he always keeps saying, you're not my son. You yeah, know, you're not my son. Even his like dying words are literally, you're not my son. Yeah, you're no son <laughs> yeah, of mine. There's no son of mine. Um, and I think that that's going to ring to be true where you find out that, uh, that the mad King is actually Tyrion's. And then on top of that, the evidence, the the other evidence of that is, um, Tyrion was able to interact with the, the dragons. Yep. Unlike anybody else with the exception of like Jon Snow, where Jon Snow was able to go ahead and pet a dragon and, and Tyrion was yeah, able to take off the shackles. Targaryen as well. Yeah. Um, and so. So yeah, I think we're 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 up for that sort of where you know uh, I think Tyrion's going to end up being uh, he's going to have a more vital role to play. I just don't know what that role is going to be. Yeah, I don't I don't know if yeah maybe he is going to be the rightful heir to the throne. Yeah, knows? maybe it may be him. Yeah, standing at the end, right? Because the unassuming character, the person who's you know he's not the warrior that Jon Snow is. He's not the the the, the queen that um, Sansa or Daenerys is. He's not. Uh, you know, he, he's not like the, the he's hound. earned his stripes. He, he's definitely earned his stripes, but he's he's unassuming, right? And sometimes it's that character, that unassuming character, who winds up on top. In the end, it may be Tyrion as you know the 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 rightful heir to King's Landing with Arya at his side as his right hand. Yeah, right. The two most unassuming characters. Yeah. In the end, come out on top. I don't. I don't think. I. I, th- I think. I think we're we're in for like the major characters playing a very pivotal and direct role. I just don't know what combination. Yeah, but I don't this know where those is chips Game lies. of Thrones, and this is the end. Yeah. And Game of Thrones has been a series that has not shied away from killing off major characters. Oh no, no, I, I think that they will, but I think it's it's sort of like the reverse swerve, where it's just like we're they've set us up for the fact that they're going to you know that they're willing to just kill anybody. Yeah. So I think that in that case, they're going to tease us. Somebody major will die, no doubt. Uh, like I said, I, I think Daenerys is a good candidate. To, uh, to, I think to they start off season eight with a big shock in like the first. I'm telling you, the first like fifteen Giants minutes. Bane is dead at <laughs> night uh, at the uh, fucking Night Watch. But that the, wouldn't the be entire a, Night Watch. That wouldn't dead. be a big shock though, because like we saw the White Walkers take down the wall, right? Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be a big shock if he's dead. I think like within the first. 15 30 minutes of the first episode of season eight yeah somebody is done. <laughs> somebody somebody important somebody is, is not getting those checks for yeah. the rest of the season <laughs> um anyway I, i'm so excited yeah. for a game of yeah. i can't wait when does it start so i know um it's april something something okay so uh captain marvel coming out this week yeah 
Uh, yeah, we're almost there. April seventeenth is there. Uh, Game Endgame? of Thrones. Oh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Okay. Is Endgame April seventeenth? I don't know when that is, but that better not be I the same week. That's in April because they're both in April. Yeah, they're both Game in April. I don't know which comes out when. Yeah, luckily they don't conflict. One's a movie. It's not like two TV shows airing at the same nah, time. Nah, but look, man. One uh, is a movie on premiere night. No way he's doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, Game of Thrones usually premieres on what Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's doing anything. I already said April. We're shutting April down. All right. Yeah. A- April <laughs> is uh, do nothing month. Um, okay. So th- this to wrap this all up. Uh, this whole thing about prophecies got got me th- to thinking about like what are the like the other movies and shows that had like really sort of like specific like prophecies in them that were like the most popular shows or movies uh and a few came to mind uh, so i'll just rattle them off the matrix oh yeah of course that right? was the first one yeah is neo the uh, one yeah or or what? that was the most like direct one in terms of like literally the one yeah. neo's the one you know uh, and and we can always say like okay they always have their origins and like i think you know the first comeback story was uh jesus coming back for his uh second round uh you know in, in the second coming so i think maybe they they all have their sort of origins in that sort of myth uh um but anyways, uh, then the next one I have is uh, Buffy and Angel. I don't know if you watched either of those a lot, but uh, but Buffy. I watched Buffy, yeah, okay. but I never watched Angel. They, they had uh, uh, specifically in season one, two. They had a, a prophecy about how she would die, and then the master, you know, would uh, would come back, um, which turned out to be true. And then Angel had the uh, the Shanshu prophecy, which is essentially saying that he's going to become human at the end of the day. Damn, that would um, suck. No, for somebody who's lived 500 years, I think you just want to die. Like, you're just like, look, I've seen everything. I've been around the world twice over. Yeah, but then you got to pay go. taxes. <laughs> you got to use condoms. Yeah. Uh, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of disadvantages <laughs> yeah, to being you got to fucking no, but it's, it's, buy it's, a car with high interest rates. It's, it's, it's why fun about uh, Superman wants to be Clark Kent, right? Because he just wants to be a normal dude, you know? You you want to feel what it is to be normal when you're extraordinary. But he still knows that he's he's super. <laughs> he still he doesn't superman. actually want to be human. He just wants to yeah. be able to go to the grocery store. <laughs> uh, okay, the fifth element. Uh, that was like a prophecy where they said, uh, you know, that you know when the evil returns, then you know the uh, fifth element will essentially beat it back and yada yada. Yeah. Um, the Terminator series with uh, John Connor. Yeah. Where, you know, essentially that's the reason why we're, you know, and I don't know if that's so much a prophecy so much as it is like, like a, just a statement of fact that <laughs> this dude is going to grow up to wipe all the fucking machines out. Yeah. Uh, so we need to destroy him. Yeah. Is that considered a prophecy? No, nah, I, I think that's just or a statement a, of fact. A, a series of things to come. Yeah. But then, OK, so I, I want to read Dune because apparently wonder, Dune, what was the prophecy that like Cyberdyne and Skynet would. You know, robots would take over the world, and John Snow would that he would, yeah, that he would be savior. Yeah, okay, I I guess that qualifies as a prophecy. But I don't think that's a prophecy because the prophecy is like we haven't seen how this ends up. Like only the the prophet has seen how it ends up. Yeah, and and so that's why they they're making a prophecy. But we've already seen that John Connor is the dude who like that's a definitive fact. Yeah, like, yeah. we know that already. That he's yeah, fucking right. Millie rocking on like the fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know machine's grave. You know. Um so, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting. But I, I what I was going to say is, I'm gonna, I want to read Dune, which is apparently Dune has a lot to do with that in terms of like how to interpret prophecy or 
what the interpretations of prophecies are and, and all that stuff. So, uh, so I'm actually going to start reading that soon. Um, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, you know the the One Ring and, uh, and all that. It's been so long since I've actually watched that all the way through. I kind of forgot <laughs> what, what it was all about at this point. Yeah, hey, Smeagol, um, a ring, yeah. something. Wasn't there know. like seven rings or something like that? Something. Or a bunch yeah. of, like, di- different rings. There is there is a lot of jewelry involved. That's all yeah. I know. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Slick Rick was probably in the in the fold at some point in time. You have Harry Potter, um, which I guess you know, I never finished Harry Potter. I never the really watched Harry Potter. I think I watched like the first three movies, and then after yeah. that, I was like, yo. Dude, they're like four hours long. Lost each. my attention. Yeah, they're you know what I mean. There's like, so much story. Uh, I just yeah, it seems like a lot of energy. I gotta yeah. I gotta expend. And yeah. like sometimes I think like I wanna I wanna finish it just to have like just to be done with it. Yeah, but nah. I don't know if I have that much time. <laughs> that's that, that's more than a day. That's I have to use PTO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to use PTO for fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, that, that that's at least a week out of your life that you got to devote to just Harry Potter. Uh, I don't I don't think I have. Yeah, that's why Emma Watson to tell me what happened. <laughs> uh, you have the Mothman prophecies. Did you ever watch that? Nay, it was like a long, long time. It was like two thousand two, I think. That, yeah, that I'm, I heard of Mothman, but I yeah. never like. Yeah, it's it a very creepy movie. Uh, but it's with the Richard Gere, and it was bas- uh, yeah, it was essentially about like this creature who prophesized, you know, certain events happening, and then like nobody believed that the creature was real, but then people kept seeing it. Yada yada. Uh, it was a weird movie. Um, but then uh, one that kind of snuck up on us is a uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. where I don't think it started as a prophetic series, but then when you when they started the the episode one, episode two, episode three. Then they got into like prophecy territory where they started talking about how Anakin was the one to restore balance to the the force um, that he they thought he was the one who was, you know, essentially the one. Yeah. Uh, in that case. Turned out that wasn't the case. Nope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were. They could be further from the <laughs> truth. Yeah. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> as he's fucking uh, uh as he's chopping all the little younglings up, they're like, "No, nah, I think we, we might have made the uh, we might have made the wrong yeah, choice." That was a, that was a big twist. Like, yeah. I, I really didn't see that coming because, like, you know, what was the episode? What episode was it where young Anakin episode one becomes a te- was it episode one where he what becomes what where he becomes like where he becomes like the teenager and then he's, oh uh, he's, that's uh, uh, episode two episode Attack two of the Clones, yeah. yeah and then um and then we saw in the most recent um uh. Was it? it wasn't Rogue One. It was um, Force Awakens. Or the Force Awakens. No, no, no. The most recent recent one of the the Skywalker saga is uh, um, the Last Jedi. Yeah, and then we kind of like learn, and it, it fills in the backstory a little bit about Anakin's story and and, and why um, uh, Luke did what he did or tried to kill Anakin and. Or no, no, you're you're talking about uh, not Anakin. Um, fuck, what's his name? Duh. No, it was Anakin. No, because no, because it, it doesn't explain why. Oh, you know what? You yeah, you're you're yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah. uh, you're you're thinking of the, like the the later ones. I'm talking about episode one, two, and three, the ones that came out during the 2000s, early 2000s. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. I, I was thinking about the more current story. Yeah. Um, where the in those in the in the ones that they came out within the 2000s, the prequels, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah, they talked about how Anakin was like the you know Obi Wan and Yoda and all of them believe that, uh, and then um, who's the main dude? Uh. Fucking, uh, what's his name? What's the guy who's always got it? Uh, Liam Neeson, who played uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. No, um, damn, I forget his name. Um, but anyways, so, so he really thought that Anakin was the one. He was essentially 
uh, uh, Morpheus to Anakin's. Yeah, what was uh, his Neo. character's name? It was something, yeah. and then it was Obi Wan. I honestly can't remember. God damn it! Yeah, we'll remember later. Yeah. At, 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 at the worst time, it'll it'll come to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely, a, definitely a movie with play. um <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like, oh, that was it. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, those are pretty much all the movies that I remember that had like prophecies in them or like were significant because of the prophecies that they had in them. So I I wonder how this is going to end up, given the fact that prophecies are tricky things to try to like interpret and. You know, the the harder you ride for it, yeah, probably the wronger you are about the prophecy. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the the more inaccurately you interpret the prophecy when you're so focused on it, right? Yeah, like I, I think that's what's happening with Game of Thrones. There's so many prophecies, and we're so focused on what the Targaryen prophecy is. Yeah, right. Who is like the real heir to the throne? That yeah, it's pro- we're probably looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm I, th- I, think, I think I think that's what season eight is going to highlight. I think we we I think we're spot on with this whole Tyrion thing. I, I think that. It, his parents like it's too they talk about it too much mm-hmm. and are too specific about it for yeah. it not to play a major role later in the series so yeah so yeah um yeah there you have it that's uh that's our that's our oh, i'm excited uh game of thrones predictions uh and uh our, our thoughts on what's going to go on in the uh, uh season eight which uh, premieres in april so yeah, if you haven't caught up on Game of Thrones yet, you got exactly one month to get your yeah, act together. I, I just want to skate through March. And yeah, yeah. I don't really care about what. No, I like, the, I like the, I like the, I like the, I like the write up here. I like we're starting off with Captain Marvel, a little lighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we're taking our time with it. Yeah. Because you know? once it's over, it's over, right? We're and I got a feeling it's going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Everybody's going to be like, ah, March, fuck. Nah, Captain Marvel taxes. Got to <laughs> fucking figure out how much I owe the yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you guys rock with us this long, we definitely appreciate you. Um, yeah, definitely. If you stay with us, you're talking about uh, Chloe uh, and uh, what's in Tristan. Tristan might yeah. be the Night King. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cold motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, we definitely appreciate you rocking with us through the, through the whole thing. Uh, hopefully, let us know what your predictions are for season eight, Game of Thrones. We'll definitely, we'll, I'm sure we'll do like another show at some point in time, like when it comes closer to uh, fruition about like uh, maybe I don't know something else about Game of Thrones. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll revisit this topic. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, do us a kindness and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, um, and uh, and yeah, um, hit the share button. I think that's the most important one. Share it. Uh, yeah. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, if you have any like theories, if you are having these conversations with your friends and you guys have like some thoughts, maybe we got something wrong. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we got something. Yeah. I, I always get feedback like you said this wrong. You said that wrong. And yeah. I'm like, you know, what? tell us where you? we said it wrong. Let's start. Yeah. This con- let's uh, start a thread on like uh, Instagram. Let's keep this conversation going. Yeah. Um, if you know a Game of Thrones fan or a, a, a Tristan Thompson fan. <laughs> one in the same. Yeah, one in the same. Be sure to share this episode. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Yeah, most deaf. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with you guys uh, this coming week. Uh, until then, uh, stay safe. Uh, that is not the outro. That is the intro. We'll go ahead and play the outro for you, just because we appreciate you. Uh, and I think we'll just hit the usual protocol now that I fuck that up. Fade out. Peace out.